Houston, Oregon. This is the Rant to Rave Podcast, starring Brandon Martin, Jordan Little, Eric Lehman, and Michael Bombardier as they give you the latest news, sports, video games, and much more. Let the ranting and raving begin. Clever. But anyway, <laughs> welcome everyone to the 86th edition of the Rant and Rape podcast. Unfortunately, Brandon cannot be here because due to, you know, jury duty, I'll be taking over once again. But however, I want to thank David for playing the intro, which is also credit to Alex Parez himself. But either way, as you all know, my name is Jordan Little, a.k.a. James Legit, and this is David St. Dennis to my right, David 3000. Hello, everybody. Along with us is Michael Bombardier. Welcome to episode 86, everyone. And with us also is, by the way, Tom Willis. How's everybody doing? I am back again. It's been a while, but thank, thanks, everybody. So thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. Calm down. Thank you. I am here. <laughs> and also with us at the and with and with us at this time is also Mr. Charlie Long, aka By the way, Hangman Charlie. Yes, yes, I I, I am here to give Rant and Rave the shot in the arm it needs. You all should feel blessed and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That... And welcome everybody. Okay, to... that was observed. And welcome everybody to the Hangman Outcast presents the Rant and Rave podcast. We are sponsoring this show tonight. Me, Tom, and David, the co-hosts of the Hangman Outcast. So thank you all for tuning in and checking us out. You finished? Yes, yes, Boring Hog. Good. Well, well, we got a big show for you tonight. But also waiting for us backstage is the man himself who is to be on here for quite some time in fact he is actually one of ring of honors you know greatest you know um, wrestlers they have on their roster but more importantly he's the only man so far to be a grand slam champion within the company in and of itself and he's also one of the very men who main evented at Madison square garden and g1 supercard so please welcome matt taven everybody Thank you guys for having me. Well, it's more of a no, uh, more innovation than John Cena will ever get. <sighs> oof, oof. Hot right off the bat. Uh, I see like a Red Sox ad, and I see a, a Patriots banner on this thing. So I, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah don't throw us the J Man's legit. What does he know? See, John Cena. Okay, let me give you a history lesson about John Cena, Jordan. So John Cena was really over in New England. There was like a brief period, I'd say from 2008 to probably about 2012, where the fans were booing him. I was shocked, to be honest. I was in Providence, and I couldn't believe the boos he was getting in Providence. It was actually unbelievable. Uh, but then lately, within the last five years, John Cena's been over again, and and, I, and that's a credit to him. He got over, like, for, for his own area. But anyway, continue, Jordan. I don't know where you get that logic, but okay. Well, I'm Besides, in New England. Besides, 2006, <laughs> 2007, I wouldn't say anything about, you know, being, you know, cheered a lot all the time but either way so matt how are you doing doing i'm uh, i'm fantastic i'm uh well you know I, I, I say fantastic but in reality i'm just all right you know i uh 
had recently a, a Ring of Honor tag team title shot that didn't go my way. So uh, things could be better, but uh, all in all, I can't really complain too much. Well, yeah. I mean, you've been in Ring of Honor for such a long time, man. I mean, like, your work is, like, it is well known, you know, dating back from, you know, when you first started in, in the company, when it was already, you know, switching up from an independent promotion to, uh, you know, an actual major promotion for a TV deal, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, I've been lucky enough to kind of get in at the ground floor when when Sinclair Broadcasting took over the reins of, of Ring of Honor and kind of have really seen the upward growth since that day from the, you know, first the, the television products getting better under Sinclair, getting out there more to our first, you know, live TV, um, pay-per-view to internet from, from going from internet pay-per-view to actual like cable subscriber pay-per-view to all the way to Madison Square Garden. So it's, uh, it's been a wild ride and I've been lucky enough to be there for the last eight years of my career. Yeah. We're going to be talking about that along amongst the other things, you know, but I'll go ahead with one question. Like, what was it like sometime after you won the television title in Ring of Honor? What was it like working with, you know, um, Truth Martini as a part of the House of Truth, you know? It, it was it was definitely a learning experience. I mean, I kind of look back at those days now almost wishing that I could do it again because I feel like there was so much there that was just kind of untapped um, and, and not capitalized on. Truth is an unbelievable uh, manager and just has an unbelievable wealth of knowledge of wrestling in general. But it's it's funny because, you know, you, you go back and you see the very first segment uh, after I win the television title where I pulled the TV title out of my pants. And, oh, I, oh, I, saw, and I saw the uncensored version on YouTube. And, I mean, when it was broadcasted, it, they didn't show it because of, you know, how, what it presented. But when you look at it on YouTube, it's all uncensored and all that, even though – yeah, it's actually I, pretty good. I like the censored one almost better because it looks like uh, I'm hung all the way down to my knees. So, like, you know, thank you for whoever's decision that was to blur that all the way uh, down to the bottom of the belt because it makes me look like a champ. But it's uh, it's definitely – you look at that first segment and it was – Going in a direction that I think, you know, people probably hit the brakes on because it was so uh, certain stations wanted to like blur out things like the belt and, and, and certain things of the presentation they weren't happy with. So we kind of, you know, we, we had one idea for, for the House of Truth and then kind of had to pivot early. But uh, it always is one of those things where I look back and kind of wonder what could have been. True that. Hold on a second. All right, I guess I want to ask you a question. Uh, so first off, you look like a million bucks. I want to say that you look great, and 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 I love that background you got behind you. That po uh, I don't know, it looks like one of the yeah, that looks awesome. But <laughs> I want to ask you. So I remember Madison Square Garden. I remember you guys getting in, in there, and that was a huge deal. That was a gigantic deal, considering the fact that the WWE had basically owned that building for wrestling really for years. And I remember hearing about this and then I remember there being some pushback, but I want to, I want to know how was your experience? And was that your first time in a wrestling atmosphere at Madison square garden? Yeah, I've never, I had never been even inside Madison square garden until that weekend. So, uh, I, I've, you know, I grew up in the Northeast. I am from new England and why I oh, nice. really noticed the Patriots and Red Sox, uh, garb, but, I grew up as a wrestling fan of 
the, the WWE come into, or the WWF at the time, come into the Boston Garden, come into the Philadelphia Spectrum, come into Madison Square Garden. So I always looked at this place as kind of like the the mecca. And as a, as a little kid, I'm destroying all my parents' furniture, putting out every pillow oh, yes. and every wrestling buddy I can find, uh, and, you know, through the floor there. And then and always saying, like, you know, at Madison Square Garden, here I am. So it's just this fantasy that I've had since I was a little kid, since I first started being wrestling fans. So for it to come to fruition years later and just the day itself, I can never, I'll never forget walking into that building the day of and just looking up at that iconic roof. And me as a wrestling fan, I'm thinking about, you know, SummerSlam 91, WrestleMania 10. I'm thinking of all these iconic moments that I saw happen under this roof. And I'm like, I'm here, I'm under the same roof. So, uh, you know, later that night to pull down the world title and get to look up at that roof again, it's it's one of those moments that you'll never forget. You know, I always kind of say to people, it really kind of feels more like a movie. Like I almost watched it through someone else's eyes because it's such a um, such a dream come true that it's it's almost hard to, to think it's reality. Yes. At the time, at the time, um, you know, that was when uh, that was for G1 Supercard and that was only for, you know, for NJPW and Ring of Honor to like, you know, coexist and under the same building. But I got to ask you real quick, do you think like that Ring of Honor should have a ho- like an event like that again one day, you know, like inside Madison Square Garden? Of course. I mean, we always want to, to continue to strive to, to be at the at the grandest places of them all. You know, Madison Square Garden is, is obviously always going to be like a, the church of wrestling. Uh, especially in the Northeast. So uh, that'll always be our goal. You know, right now we're just getting back to having fans back in the building. And I honestly think oh, yeah. that the the wrestling during the pandemic for Ring of Honor has, has been second to none. I'll, I'll put that product up against anyone. So I believe that once we get back to having fans in the building, it's going to be a snowball effect because this roster, roster from top to bottom is unbelievable. And I know the shows coming up are going to really kind of display why Ring of Honor calls itself the best in the world. Well, you mentioned uh, shows and people coming back. And I, my first Ring of Honor show I attended was back in, I want to say, 2012. It was at the Manhattan Center. I don't know what it's called now. I apologize. But it, yeah, I, I know it was Hammerstein, the old man. The it was the Hammerstein, Hammerstein Ballroom. Yeah. The Hammerstein the Ballroom. Center. Yeah. Yes. I mean, like, okay. it, it's, called, it's called a lot of things. Like, there's two sides of that building. There's, like, the Manhattan Center, and then there's the Hammerstein Ballroom, you know? Yes. Well, I just remember it as that. And I remember going there, and the top of the card – was uh, Kevin Steen taking on El Generico. It was the WrestleMania weekend. It was one of the best matchups I've seen forever. Uh, Kevin Kelly, a friend of another show, had had us get tickets to go in there. And I remember it was unbelievable. But one of the biggest things that shocked me, and you mentioned this, is a lot of the guys are from New England. And I, I remember I ran into Mike Bennett at a Patriots game. And I'm just like, I'm just like, where this is crazy. These guys travel everywhere, but they're all living. I knew a guy who lived like 10 minutes from me and was commuting. Uh, it was crazy. Like you got, is there a lot of people in from New England in Ring of Honor? Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of us in Ring of Honor. I mean, it, but over the years, man, it's it's crazy the crew that's come out of the, out of New England from Tommaso, Eddie Edwards, myself, Mike Bennett, uh, that Melvin, uh, Vinny, uh, TK, uh, even like Bobby Cruz, Todd Sinclair, oh, yes, and yes. like they're all we're, we're all New England. Um, you know, like uh, War Machine. Man, there's there's been quite quite a crew that come out of New England. But I think the thing is, is that like the New England Indies, there's so many independents up in the north. Yeah. 
And it, it yep. just breeds talent. You know what I mean? It's like everyone's in the pressure cooker. And when you have that many good guys in one area, it's going to elevate them pretty quickly. So yes. you know, Ring of Honor being kind of from that Philly uh, area all the way you know, up to Boston, really having like a stronghold in that area uh, was great because they had the first look at all this independent talent that was coming up through the grapevine and really kind of excelling in the area. So they were able to grab them quick. And, you know, I, I can remember – meeting Adam Cole a month in and, and, and Bennett being the first guy that I really ever like rode with. Um, and it's just, it's, it's crazy to think of how many guys came out of this area. Uh, even like, you know, the Jay lethals of the world from Elizabeth, New Jersey. It's just, it, it's very, they seem far apart, you know, Philadelphia, New York, yeah, Boston, but it's not a, a far distance. So, so many times no. you're in the car and you're making independent shows all over the place. You're running into all these guys and uh, it, it's funny to see all of our careers progress down the ladder from those those days on the independence. So I wanna, did you? I want to okay. say this real quickly. Um, uh, Eric will be on his way very soon. Um, he just messaged me like he just uh, he's on his way home right now. But um, <laughs> there's you mentioned something about Mike Bennett. I, huh? I said get home safe, Eric. Please don't text oh. him. <laughs> oh, 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 he's no, don't worry, he's. He's good, but anyway, he's the most responsible um, out of all of us, for the record. <laughs> Continue, Jordan. But um, you mentioned Ma uh, Mike Bennett. I want to ask you, what was it like rolling with him amongst the the kingdom? Uh, you know, those are some of the funnest days of my career. You know, uh, oh my God, Jordan! I mean, David, Jesus, what is going on in your building right now? <laughs> yes, maybe you're the one that needs. Careful. <laughs> okay, hey, continue. Go, Sorry about can that. You go, can you go back to the beginning again? I'm sorry for that. <laughs> no worries at all. Uh, you know, I, I look back at the kingdom time as some of the funnest parts of my career because, like I said, Mike Bennett is one of the first people that I met in the New England wrestling scene. One of the first people that I, we got in the cars together for years. We were driving all over the place, all over the New England uh, area, actually beyond that. We were making trips all the way to Kentucky for independence and stuff like that. So you end up becoming these close, you, you, you're like family. You spend all this time together. And me and Mike were like as thick as thieves. I actually probably only got my job at Ring of Honor because I was following Mike there and trying to be an extra and helping out. And then boom, I get an opportunity. I take advantage of it. Um, but when they first told us that we were going to be together, it was kind of like, oh my God, we'll, we'll, we can finally be ourselves. Like, this is what we've been waiting for. And both of us kind of came into Ring of Honor and looked back at that time when we debuted and almost were like, we weren't really being our normal selves. I think we felt the pressure of being in this locker room at the time. It was, you know, Kevin Steen and Roddy and El Generico and Eddie Edwards. And you're like, oh man, how do I stand out uh, amongst all these great guys? So then when me and Mike got put together, it was like, well, now we'll be able to shine. And at the same time, we're traveling together. You know, we're both flying out of the out of Boston in the first place. But now when we get to the airport, we're talking about what we're doing. On the flight, we're talking about what we're doing. When we get in the rental car, we're talking, to, we're game planning, we're trying to figure things out. And uh, it was just an unbelievable time because we got to travel the world. And, you know, it's, 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 you look back on it now at the time you're so busy go 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 but you look back at it now and you're like man i got to travel all over the world with my best friend and live and be a wrestler which is all i've wanted to be since i was six years old it's kind of hard to ask for a better life than that but um at the time you're so like we gotta get, we gotta prove to everyone we're the best that you don't really get a chance to look back and think of how awesome it was so 
for now for him to come back and for it to come full circle, it's we're, we're trying to enjoy it a lot more. And I think once we're, we're back on the road together, we'll look at it um, a lot differently this time, the second time around than we did the first time. That's yes. pretty good. Hey, Charlie, uh, you've been awful quiet. Do you have a question for him? Yeah, I was actually about to ask. Um, besides uh, the master regard the G1 show, what would be uh, – besides that one, what would be like your other highlight of your career, like something that, that comes off the top of your head? Well, uh, speaking of me and Mike Bennett, we won the IWGP heavyweight tag titles in a sold-out sumo hall in Tokyo, which was insane, just kind of like – you know, you're, you're holding this belt that you've always watched your your idols kind of hold in a foreign country and you're you're holding it up in the air and you're looking around. You're like, I'm living this moment that I always watched on, on my television. Um, main eventing Arena Mexico for the anniversary show is, is something that uh, I don't know how to describe it. There's no crazier fans than the Arena Mexico fans. So having people sold out all the way to the top of the building going nuts uh, is, is something that... Uh, will always kind of be one of those things that I'm chasing. I'm chasing that kind of reaction everywhere I go. But to me, my favorite match of all time happens a month before uh, Madison Square Garden. It happens in Vegas. Uh, me and Jay Lethal going an hour in Vegas. Because to me, that match is so important. Like, if that match goes bad, it's very easy to just say, I'm not in Madison Square Garden. I'm written off and I do something else. But and it's one of the only times that I really kind of felt the pressure, like fall, like flying out there. I was like, "This is on you right now." Madison Square Garden's next month. If if you blow this, it's on you. It's it's this is your opportunity. So uh, I really kind of had that pressure on my shoulders, kind of self uh, put there. And and at the same time, you're going 60 minutes with a guy like Jay Lethal. That's a lot to kind of just handle in the first place. So the fact that really, in my opinion, like magic happened that night. A lot of stuff, you know, wasn't pre, you know, we, we didn't have a lot of stuff planned. We kind of went out there and, and felt a lot of it all on the fly. And that fan base was so crazy that it was just flowing. And, and really my favorite match of all time, because like I said, if that match goes sour, the things that happen at MSG don't happen. But yeah. the fact that that match goes so good, I think to everyone, I kind of put in people's minds that I deserve to be uh, at the top of the card at Ring Bonner. Yeah, that, that was like the match I saw like when I watched that match, which was excellent, man. That was like the match where I said, okay, that that is the match that solidifies him as a main event to where when I said if he wins the title at MSG because of what, what happened at the end of that match, I was like, I'm like, if I don't think people would be mad about because it's like thinking, okay, this guy just proved it's like the Austin Brett where Austin solidified himself as a main event or in that match and that was like that match where i'm like okay this guy is believable in that role yeah. so like it's not like certain wrestlers where they win the world title and you're like really like with you it was like okay yeah this this guy proved that he belongs in that position with jay lethal or with back with when mario scroll was in that uh conversation others uh like rouge i like i i'd like to ask him some about you know marty scroll if that's all right like we all know everything in wrestling has been, you know, affected by some movements every now and then, whether it's like sexual abuse or whatnot. But still, have you ever had any problems with Marty Squirrel, you know, like in regards to what you may or may not heard from, you know, in regards to what's going on with him? Yeah, I mean, I really can't 
speak much of what's going on because I really don't know much about the situation. What I know personally is that I've, I've you know, never had a problem with Marty, but um, I I really couldn't speak any further than that because I just I, I don't know I don't know the the other party. I, I I wasn't there. I don't know anything. You know what I mean? So it's just one of those things that um, I kind of I'm I'm watching like everyone else, just kind of wondering, you know, what what the end result will be. But personally, there's never no, we've never had a, a an issue. That's good. So here I've, I mean, I've like it's seen Marty. I've seen Marty too, and I, I have to say, there's not, I, I've had no issue interacting with him. Although I'm not a professionally working with him, but I've never had an issue either. I think, I think all the Ring of Honor guys I've ever run into have been great. But yeah. Tate, I yeah. am glad that you mentioned um, the uh, Jay Lethal because Jay Lethal to me is Ring of Honor. He is like the guy. He's in, he's in all the promotions. Like he has been such an Iron Man, and I feel like sometimes he doesn't get the credit he he deserves. From the fans' perspective, I know in the locker room it's huge props, but from the fans' perspective, so for people watching, Jay, him going up against Jay Lethal is a huge deal. It's a huge thing for Ring of Honor to put him in that position. Jay Lethal is like he's, he's like so, the, he he's so like, much he, to the. He's the face of Honor. Yeah, like he he is to mean so much to that company, and I can never, I can't picture him not there. To be honest, yeah, I mean, they they call him the franchise now, and I think there could be no truer moniker in wrestling because Jay Lethal is truly the measuring stick. Like if you think you can go in, in Ring of Honor, you, you have to prove that against Jay Lethal, um, which I think is another reason why that match is so near and dear to my heart is because I watch Jay Lethal in the ring with all these guys, El Generico, Steve, AJ Styles, and just absolutely kill it. And you're like, well, if I can go with Jay Lethal, then I, I, I can go with anyone. And I, I agree, man. I don't think Jay Lethal gets enough credit for just the absolute professional that he is, the the worth work ethic that he has in the ring. Like you never see Jay Lethal ever mail it in ever. And he's no. just, he's a guy that that's that's class all the way. And every single time you know he's in a, a main event match or even in the opening match, you know you're going to get something that uh, you'll probably have to tell your friends to go watch. Exactly, yeah, I do agree with that. Fun. And plus, let, let's be real here. And if, you know, he's like the only person in Ring of Honor to actually win the, the ROH World Championship on its television program, too. I mean, like... Yeah, I, mean, he, I was in that match. <laughs> well, well, at, well, at least, you know, you were there to be a part of the moment. Yeah, right? That's the only title change that's happened on TV. And, you know, that's where the real Ring of Honor World title... Uh, the, the whole moniker that I picked up happened. You know, I pinned Dalton on that on that uh, on that program in that match for eight seconds, and honestly, like that's the birth of what happens at MSG. And so, like, it's something that, like I, I personally am really proud of to see. From that moment, I go to Mexico, I come back. It's this big, you know. I, I claim I'm the real world champion, and it's like six months until we we get to uh, Madison Square Garden, and it's something that I, I I'm sure later when I'm done wrestling, I'll go back and be very proud of that six month span. You know, yeah. Since we're talking wrestling, I mean, you you obviously know that Ring of Honor it's it's been around for longer than you know any company that's tried to risen up. Now I'm talking longer than TNA, now known as Impact. And it's definitely been longer than other companies in regards to publicity and syndication. But what are your thoughts in regards to, you know, all the wrestling of how it's been like trying to, you know, step up 
you know, in, in some cases, and yet Ring of Honor doesn't get credit of how it was founded because of, you know, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. They pretty much, you know, you like had, you know, plans for Ring of Honor, but then they, you know, decide to co-found a wrestling company. I mean, what do you? What are your thoughts on all wrestling? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 something in the wrestling world that you just have to be thankful of anyone succeeding because what ends up happening is that like if the level of wrestling popularity rises up then it rises up everyone as well you know what i mean it's good for everyone when when wrestling's doing good uh so obviously you know there was a time where ring of honor was, had all those guys and then they they there was a big transition and it, it hurt us for a while you know what i mean it was it was definitely a big um kind of, of, of hit. Uh, it, it definitely it was, hurt. Honor it was like a punch. Was it like a punch in the gut? More, more yeah, of so? course, you know, you're losing seven guys that in one night and, and actually more than that kind of when everything's said and done. And, and not only is it like you're losing people that are on this television show, you're losing a lot of friends, people that you're close with. Me and Adam Page signed our contracts on the same day in Ring of Honor. And so it's like, it's, it's weird to kind of be like, Hey, bye, man. I'll see you down the road. You know what I mean? So it's it's definitely it's tough. And AEW was so hot that we knew that it was going to hurt Ring of Honor um, for when when it first got started. So it, it was just one of those things that we kind of had to roll with the punches. But the fact that it's bringing more eyes to wrestling, it's helping Ring of Honor in the long run. So it's it's one of those things where. You're, you're sad to kind of not be around your friends. At the same time, you're happy for them and what they're doing and happy that it's helping everyone across the, the, the entire business. I got yeah, one I question. Hey, there's a question I think everyone would find interesting. If AEW and ROH had a interpromotional type of event, would you want to face Adam Hangman Page? Uh, that would be a fantastic opponent. I mean, Adam Page and, and me, like I said, we, we go way back to having our tryouts for Ring of Honor together. And he, you know, he never disappoints. He never did it at Ring of Honor, and I haven't seen him, you know, stop anytime soon at AEW. But I, I, I think it would be appropriate for me and Cody to kind of finish finish things that we had started here in, in, uh, in Ring of Honor. You know, I, I never had the kind of feud. I guess the Bullet Club and the Kingdom always were inter intertangled with one another. But me and Cody, we danced for a long time, and it seems like there was still a lot there that uh, needs to be settled. So I think that would be my pick. I see a lot of bright things in your future. I mean, I could just see it. Wrestling is, is getting to that point right before the pandemic – wrestling was there it was like i mean the fact that you could have nwa all these youtube promotions and the ratings were spiking i mean like youtube views were considering the product and the little promotion that was there for nwa it got really big and nwa was all of a sudden hit the pandemic ring of honor too but now i can see it happening again i can see everything coming in and now i hear wwe I don't know what's going on with WWE. I'm not going to speculate. I just know that they're. I'll tell you what's. I feel like these. These I'll, one I'll, second I'll, though. These these I'll, other I'll, promotions are kind of like shifting. The wrestling industry to me is shifting. I don't know what other way to say it. It's shifting, and and AEW is the forefront of that shift. But they're taking everybody else with it. All of you guys, Ring of Honor is coming, New Japan is coming, and I feel like WWE is slowly fading. And I don't know how other way to say it. And I, and I love WWE. I love all those guys. I think they have a future because the wrestlers themselves 
make up what it, the product is. So there's always going to be other places for them to go, like a Ring of Honor, like an AEW, especially. Uh, but you have that future. I could see you going there, like you said, with the kingdom. And then you, AEW is right there in their future. But my, that leads to my question. If you had, if you had a, to see yourself in the next 10 years, um, where do you see the character, your character, the persona you play? Where do you see them perf- being better, in, in AEW or WWE? And obviously, WWE is going to be where everyone wants to go. Where do you see yourself exceeding? See, I'm, I'm, I don't even look. First off, the, you can never predict that far along in the wrestling world. We didn't That's know true. that there would be an AEW. You know, there, That's very true. In 2019, yes. there, we didn't even, you know, or 2018, whenever, we, we, we didn't even know that this would happen. You know, there's, there's a night in Philadelphia where me and Mike lose the tag titles. I blow out my knee. Mike signs with TNA. I, none of that I could have predicted. You know what I mean? Yes. So I try not to get too far ahead of myself. Right now, I'm under contract to Ring of Honor for a long time. And my goal is to get back to places like Madison Square Garden, get back into the into the swing of things because we're not blind to the wrestling world. We know we took a hit um, when everything was kind of popping up with AEW and all this new excitement. But the thing is, is that right now, every wrestling company, like you said, is in such a good position because people want to get back out and see wrestling shows. So yes. the NWA, Ring of Honor, I mean, all these different places are going to have people desperate to come back and enjoy that experience again. And I was saying this for like a long time. We, we live in like a really cool time to be a wrestling fan because now with your phone in your hand, you can get any promotion you want. You know what I mean? If you're into this place, that place, you just you can find it. It used to just be you had to go to one or two places, but now you can go literally anywhere. We're we're all talking on our computers basically right now. So we, we could shut the stream down and, and yeah. pop up eight different promotions in a matter of seconds. So it was it, such a project to watch Florida Championship Wrestling 15 years ago. <laughs> it was like such a project. <laughs> video it'd be like rainy and you're like trying to be like oh i just want to watch yeah. this match but yeah those days yeah. Are, are totally different so it's uh it's an exciting time because not only are you able to find whatever wrestling you're looking for and people are also able to get wrestling in front of your face but now we're about to open the doors all across the board and people are going to start flooding these different promotions and showing their support for the guys that have been really really working hard during the pandemic yes that's you, awesome words by you. Do you believe that that if one day ROH if it you know expands more, like do you think it'll have its own major television deal? Like it'll be national instead of just syndicated? And if so, would you rather have it like one or two hours? Uh, I mean, the more time, the better. Uh, too. So I'd always want one two hours. Um, but the thing is, is that you know. The goal is still for Ring of Honor to to be on that, like, hey, this day, this time, this station, find it all around the country. And Sinclair Stations, it still has an unbelievable reach, more than uh, I think people realize. But I think the major problem is that it's like I'm here and it it airs at on Fridays at like 11, but uh, a county over, it airs Saturdays at, at 9. So it's just not having that consistent time and, and place to really find it and kind of market is, is, 
has, has been a, a thing that we're looking to do. You know, ever since Destination America, we've been looking to get back on that national platform where it's just, like I said, this day, this time, see us every week. Um, but, uh, you know, I, like I said, I think Ring of Honor's product has been the best during the pandemic. And it's it's hard to kind of you, you have to look at the past to see how the future will be. Right. So you look at the past promotions and when they start start getting hot, it's really not expected. It's just kind of this snowball effect that keeps rolling downhill and picking up speed and, and kind of growing and growing and growing. And I am a firm believer that once we're back in front of uh, fans, People are going to see that Ring of Honor, which has had the best product during the pandemic, will have the best product going forward. That's pretty good. Um, hey, Michael, do you got a question for him? Yes, indeed. Thanks very much, Jordan. So, Matt, you are known for your tag team tandem offense with uh, the Miracle Mike Bennett in the kingdom, now known as the OGK with uh, Maria Canellas Bennett as your valet, of course. Now with uh, Russia's current all right, Ring of Honor World Champion. Do you think it's it's only a matter of time until you go, until you go after the World Championship again? I mean, I have had my World Championship rematch that I, I haven't cashed in since I I lost the Rouge. and you know I I think I still have a lot to kind of prove, not just to people but to myself because there will always be people that tell you 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 suck. There'll always be people that have negative opinions of you. There will always be haters, and if there's not, you're probably doing something wrong. But I personally, I love, love that. It makes me go, oh, yeah, like, oh, well, wait until I do this. So uh, there's been enough people that have definitely been like, Matt Taven shouldn't want a Madison Square Garden or this or that. And I, I, I love being like, go back and watch every single title defense of mine. I stand by every single one of them. But there's still that spark in me to make people look, make people eat their words. You know what I mean? So there's still a feeling that there's so much left to be done as world champion. So I, without a doubt, will, will be looking to be world champion one day. And, you know, if I'm being completely honest, there's, there's no better feud I would want in my mind than me and Mike Bennett wrestling over the world uh, title in Ring of Honor one day. So we, we have goals to be tag champions again, but I think both of us in the back of our mind know that our, our spot is at the top. And uh, if we have to wrestle each other to be there, that that'll be just as, as much fun as we probably assumed it would be when we were riding in cars throughout New England, just wrestling on the Indies. Can I touch uh, on that Eric, real quick? The Indie thing? Eric, because Eric, you keep... Hey, Eric. It's good to see you, man. Good to see you. And and Eric, you. another guy from New England. Another guy from New England. They got so many guys over Bedford. there. Yeah. <laughs> New Bedford. I remember oh, you. Yeah. Where I started. Yeah. So, um, so you worked with uh, Spike Dudley's promotion, uh, Top Rope. As yeah. I, I used to go to a lot of shows for Spike for Spike Dudley. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Spike Dudley is is where where everything started for me. You know, I, I kind of was dipping my toes in the water and like in new england independence and was training all these different places but someone a guy named ryan waters who oh, uh, yeah. i remember you know ryan waters who's one of the assistant trainers at, at top rope he kind of was like you got potential man you got to come and train with spike and i i'll never forget as soon as i got into the pal hall and started training with spike dudley i knew i made the right decision um, and, and things really took off from there. I started with Top Rope Promotions, and it, like I said, it just kind of grew, and, and that's what happens with New England wrestling. Like, you start in one of these little, little balls, yeah. 
you know, whether you're a chaotic guy or a top rope guy or oh, yeah. you know, XWA Wrestling Kingdom, and then you kind of spread from there. You're seeing it with guys like Waves and Curls right now who came oh, yeah. from the uh, XWA Wrestling Kingdom school, and now they're all over the place. They were just on AEW Dark. And it, it's fun to see them go through that journey because I can remember that very fondly of, uh, you know, guys like me and Tommaso and, and Bennett jumping in the cars and, and driving, you know, from top rope to – to chaotic, to lucky for to doing a Northeast wrestling, to doing all these shows as much as, as humanly possible. And that was the only way to go out there and get better. And uh, it definitely worked out at the end. Yeah, it did. That's it awesome. Did. That's awesome. Hey, uh, Eric, since uh, you took a while to get here, do you got a question for Matt? Yeah, uh, I, I, I got to tell you, you know, I remember you uh, wrestling for that. Uh, you were the TRP champion when I first saw you at the Wayland City Festival. Back in 2013, when you had your former valet Casey Ray with you, and you lost the title to uh, a now uh, NXT superstar, former NXT tag champion, Orny Lorcan, who was known as Biff Music. Was like, you know, do you ever think that you know all the, like you said, all these um, super, all these wrestlers that came from this area, um, being on NXT, Impact Wrestling with Alicia Edwards, uh, you know, you, you ever you ever thought that you know uh, Biff Music would be? in this position being NXT and tag team champ and such? It's funny because Tom kind of brought this up earlier. It's There's so many good guys that have come out of New England, and I forgot to even mention Biff, that it, it almost – it's a struggle now because I want to keep up with all my friends, but there's so many of us that are, like, everywhere that it's like, I just uh -huh. watch wrestling. I don't know how to watch all of it at once. But um, Oh, yes, that's a problem. How do you watch all of it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's only so many hours of the day, but, like – Guys like Biff, I think in 2009, I wrestled Biff Busick, only Lorcan, more than I wrestled anyone else. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Me and Hanson wrestled for years against one another. Uh, and me and Tommaso had some some crazy feuds in top row. I'm just so happy because I've seen all these guys work so hard that yeah. to see them succeed, it's it's one of those things where you're ha happy because you know the struggle they've, they've oh, been yeah. through. You've been in the cars with them when it was just, you know, me and Biff – Funny side story about Biff. I um, one time, I, I you know, I'm not a doctor. I never, I never gone to, to medical school or anything. But I had to put Biff Music's head back together in a parking lot one time with, uh, with butterfly stitches and and glue, like super glue. And I did a terrible job. Like Biff still has a pretty good scar right here. That's my mm. fault. That's my that's that's his fault really for trusting me to put his head back together. But those are the things that like you know I, I can vividly remember like kind of putting our money together for gas and food because you're not making that much money and you're just sacrificing. You're going out on all these indies. So like to see guys now. Mm -hmm. all over the place from from impact yeah. to ring of honor to wwe AEW, wherever they they may be you're just you, it, it is kind of crazy to see us like uh kind of so spread out but at the same time you're just like this is what we're working for that whole time this is what's right. our goal it, it's it's good to see it come to fruition yeah it makes me smile to see the uh, wrestlers that i've seen uh uh at at the Wellington Festival in Top Rope or South Coast or Yankee Pro. And yeah. I was like, oh, I, I, I saw her live. It was, it was like I saw Alicia Edwards. I have a picture with her. I have a picture with you. I, it, It's just crazy that, oh, I see. I, I You know, it's, it, it's, it does excite me too. So. And, and the funniest thing about that is like, you know, when you're, when you're sharing stories with guys, you remember those stories on the independence when you were making no money, when you were just getting a hot dog at the end of the night. You remember those times way more – and you yeah. remember the times where you're you're you know you're wrestling all these great places. And it's definitely, 
you know, the journey is, is definitely the, the, um, the, the part that some people don't enjoy and they really should, because that that's the part that in the, in the end you'll look back on fondly. Yeah. It's like a seven bucks moment. No, without a doubt. Yeah, that's great. So I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to wonder what else to ask you. Um, but okay. I got one. Okay. Well, I, I have millions of questions. You know, the pure championship is back, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I've heard. Do you have, do you have plan? Do you have plans to, you know, capturing that to add to your collection of ring of honor championships? I mean, it, it, I'd be lying if I wasn't saying that's in the back of my mind to be the only guy that's ever held every single Ring of Honor title. Uh, but at the same time, I have so much on my plate right now between the fact that I've never had my championship room, or rematch uh, with Roosh, me and Mike Bennett are, are desperate to become Ring of Honor tag team champions again. And, uh, you know, if I'm being honest, the, the thing I'm looking – to do the most is, is finally settle the score between me and, and Vinny. You know, Vinny's oh, another yeah, Vinny Marcellia. You know, Vinny's a guy that came up with us, you know, is in it's at those same Whaling City festivals, was oh, at yeah. those top rope shows, was in the car with us and for for a guy to legit cut me with an axe on uh, on television, still leaving me 18 months later with a scar, um, I, I think it's something that it has hasn't been settled yet and in reality, it's kind of all I can really think of um, as far as like future plans for for Ring of Honor. Yeah, because and Vinny's got his group of righteous. They're 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 a rough bunch. I can tell you that. Well, they don't shower much. You can smell them through the screen. Especially that big dude there, Dutch. He's a dangerous one to look out for. Yeah, Dutch <laughs> is a big dumb Melvin. You know, he's anyone hanging out with Vinny and has that bad of sweat stains, you don't want any part of. Like the guy's got sweat stains all the way down to here. It's disgusting. <laughs> Sounds familiar. I mean, it sounds familiar, you know. But um, yeah, I know David hasn't asked a question, even though he's not a wrestling kind of fanatic. But do you have a question for him, just for you know, craps and giggles? If you want to face anybody, who would it be? Uh so you know my 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 favorite wrestlers are uh, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, and I've always idolized those two since I was a kid. So you know, there's there's big parts of me that you know when you do events like Madison Square Garden, I, in the back of my mind, I'm picturing like Bret Hart getting lifted on his shoulders after he wins the title, and I'm like, I'm in the same building, hell yeah. So uh, if uh, if I could you know have a magic wand and go back to wrestling them when they were in their prime and stuff i would i think still a, an active wrestler I, I always grew up idolizing chris jericho and huh. uh that's one that uh you know was still a possibility somewhere some day somehow and uh, i would love to check that one like chris jericho rvd these are guys that like i idolized growing up and could still it could still happen so i'm holding out hope somewhere that that might happen down the line yeah so uh, Wait. Oh, go, go ahead, ahead Charlie. Talk. No, oh. you haven't said much. You can talk. Uh, I, I, my first and as far as right now, only Ring of Honor show I've been to was in, I believe it was the Austin Event Center in San Antonio, which is where I'm from. And I remember that was like my, one of my, I've been the Royal Rumbles. I've been to some dirty pay-per-use, some Impact, uh, and some like local uh, indie wrestling uh, places here in San Antonio. But that was like, I always still have that like, 
near the top of my uh, list. I think it was in 2017, I remember, because Kenny Omega, that was his first time there. And uh, have I, I guess one of my one of the things I wanted to, we were talking about Jay Lethal earlier. Uh, that was actually my first introduction to Punch Martinez, now known as Damian Priest. And that was like, I thought that was like a good, my first time seeing him live and seeing Punishment, that was like the first good opponent for him to have. Cause that was like when I became an instant fan of his going forward. And I looked at Lethal as that guy kind of went, I think uh, Martinez beat him in that match. So that was, that was like when, when I saw that, that was like when I said, when you beat Jay Lethal, that was like a big deal. That's why whenever I say, when you go up against Jay Lethal, that was like, yeah, but uh, do you have any, have you ever, because I, I can't – it's been so long, I cannot remember if you were there, but have you ever been to a Ring of Honor show, uh, partaked in one in San Antonio? And if you did, what was like uh, – did you have any fond memories of that? Yeah, actually, uh, San Antonio, I'm not – I can't remember the name of the building, but in 2015 yes, – I think so, right? No, 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 that's the one that's downtown. We wrestled the yeah. boys, Dalton's boys there, which was a pretty fun match. And then we wrestled in the main event there. Uh, as well, and like a big eight man, I think, with the Bullet Club. But my favorite memory in San Antonio has been a couple of them. We we, uh, we wrestled for the six man tag titles against War Machine and Jack Dane in a really fun match. Uh, but we won the, me and Mike Bennett won the Ring of Honor tag titles in 2015 in San Antonio in a, in a three team match with the Addiction, uh, SoCal Uncensored, and the Young Bucks. And for 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 years, it seemed like it was the, those teams, and to kind of finally win the titles against the Young Bucks in um, an All Star Extravaganza was definitely a big turning point for me and Mike's career, and, and really solidified us as one of the top teams in Ring of Honor. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Tom, you Yeah, so I want to go back to uh, when you said you got into wrestling. I want to go back. I love hearing stories like this. What was the first match as a kid that you watched? Uh, my, because you mentioned Bret Hart. Mine was Bret Hart Shawn Michaels. I, it was the Iron Man match, and that's literally the only match I seen. And after that, like of that pay per view, and then after that, I was hooked. That, but what was yours? So I can remember the first time I saw any wrestling at all. You know what I mean? Like I can remember my my great uncle telling me to change the dial on like when televisions used to have the little. Oh yes, yeah, oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I remember Superstars, the opening of Superstars, and like Warrior had the belt and like a lightning bolt behind him, and it's all colors. And I'm going from watching you know Ninja Turtles and Thundercats, and now all of a sudden like. <laughs> these larger than life characters are real. You know what I mean? It's like an easy transition for a kid on a Saturday morning to go from cartoons to wrestling because yes. now it's like, oh my God. So all these kind of heroes that I look up to, there's real ones, you know? And I, I fell in love instantly with the ultimate warrior and the macho mans of the world. And so like, when I think of the first match that I remember like really, really watching, it's not till later. Like that's very young. I remember like five yeah. being loved. But the first match that really stuck to me was Brett and Mr. Perfect, Madison Square Garden, SummerSlam 91. Like I can remember title when I was a of a match. <laughs> yeah, it's a concept of title. Like I can vividly remember as a kid, something wrong happened with the cable and it went out during that match and like losing my mind and being probably hysterical <laughs> in tears, like, oh, what is happening? And then they put it on like the Fox network in town. 
Um, and I was able to watch the rest of it. And I remember like Brett ripping off that singlet. And I think I made my parents like order the little styrofoam into continental belt, like right then and there. I, ha I remember having it. And so I can remember like that whole summer reenacting, like I'm like Brett Hart in Madison Square Garden. Oh, yes. <laughs> so it's just, it, like I said, it's one of those moments that's, I, I vividly remember like a shot of them with his dad and like that, that Madison Square Garden roof is in the background. And it's those those pictures that you remember forever in your mind as a fan, and you try to recreate them as a as a professional. And it's it, it's why moments like walking into Madison Square Garden for the first time and looking at the ceiling is so special to me. Oh yes, the ceiling uh, is the I biggest have, thing. I like, it's unbelievable. For a while, I had my mic muted okay for a while me. because I had to deal with something. But um, there's one question I want to ask. Like, you know, we all know about Dark Side of the Ring and I'm actually wondering, you, you you know the founder of Ring of Honor, Rob Feinstein, you know, and all that mess he got in trouble with, you know, regards to that, you know, got him arrested and all that, right? Do you think there should be a dark side of the ring, you know, um, thing on him regarding to what, like, how he, like, before Ring of Honor and then what he did during that time, which got him caught? Uh, I don't, that's a, that's a tough question to ask me if I, if I, Think that there should be a, a story about i mean I'm, I'm sure there's probably some sort of write-up about it i don't know I, I i think like those things always work best when the the party who is about it is kind of able to to be there and, and give their insight to it so like i don't know if if, if people would want to talk about that I, I really have no idea i kind of like the dark side of the ring thing is is i think it's tough for wrestlers because it's a great show don't get me wrong but it's it's very sad to watch because you're watching yeah. your peers and your idols go mm -hmm. down these these roads that led them to in most times bad situations. You know, I was watching the Brian Pillman one recently, and that's tough, man. That's a tough watch because it is. I love Brian Pillman. I was a huge Brian Pillman fan. Man, was I in love with him. And then I know his son, who's a great kid, and to kind of see like what he's been through over the years, that's that's. You know, we all have our personal things, but to see it displayed for everyone, that's a tough one. And yeah. uh, it's it's hard because a lot of those stories don't always end the best. And, uh, you know, if you're watching it with your friend or your, your girlfriend or wife and they don't know wrestling, they, they look at you like, is this going to be is this part of your life? Like, is this are you are you living a life that's going to lead to X, Y, Z? And you you have to reassure those people like not everyone and wrestling is going to go down a bad trail. But at the same time, it's, I personally feel bad watching like a lot of, Me too. Oh yes. Rings, you know, and it, it also with the one about the ultimate warrior recently, to be honest with you, I mean, back then that was just back then during a time when, you know, when, when we, when we had our problems back then with certain issues, like now the thing is, I mean, Back, that was like back then. I mean, you can't judge somebody for who they are are today or no longer with us at this moment because of them making mistakes like a lot. I mean, sometimes people change over time and never seem to go back to that dark point in their time, you know? I mean, like – Well, yeah, there are a lot of positive well, well, outcomes, not always yeah, all negative. War, yeah, yeah. yeah like, with, like with Warrior, he was – I mean, let's just think like this. I'm no different than Warrior because, I, you know, at a time I used to be a little bit – bit like him but the thing is as i've you know grown older and wiser you know it's it's better to be you know yeah it's better to be there for others rather than yourself you know well yeah, and the I, business I, I, is tough 
it's tough in the business no, to do that. Well, I'm right? talking like I'm talking like personally, you know. Oh, okay. Yes. Go ahead. Sorry about that. No, no worries. And like, and again, like I haven't watched the warrior one yet, but that's another guy that I grew up idolizing. So it'd be tough to see that in a negative light. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. have so fond memories growing up watching that it's, I, it, it's going to be tough, you know, clouding those memories or kind of maybe I'll, I'll remember it in a different light. So those, those things are very, you know, they're, they're, they're tough issues and it's not that, um people should run away from it you know what i mean or not not bring them to light because we we always learn from our mistakes so it's it's one that's um as as a wrestler personally will it's like almost like watching like this you know what i mean like you mm -hmm. you, you don't want to see it it's like that horror movie is coming but you, you you're going to kind of sneak a peek at it um so it's you always just kind of hope that those things end on a positive note and hopefully more if there's more future seasons and episodes hopefully more of them down the line end up ending in a positive note so it's funny you mentioned that jordan because i watched the brian pillman this morning and my wife was literally right next to me i was watching on my phone i had not were seen you watching were you watching both parts i watched both parts both parts i wish i didn't watch it because there's a lot of stuff that i didn't need to know what happened to his son was hard. What was terrible. What hit when when Brian Pillman passed, the stuff that oh the, the, my the son went through is unfair. Totally, and I I didn't need to know that. But like, a part of me is like, it, it, I'm stuck in the middle because maybe that story needs to be told hmm. because the wrestlers aren't the only one that's affected when 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 something devastating happens. The children get affected too, but no one outside of the wrestling business think about the children so maybe that story does need to be told but what i it's just i felt like i was looking into someone's personal life way too deep way too deep i felt wicked yucky and another thing was i didn't know brian pillman was going through so much after that accident i didn't I know didn't I, I that's didn't crazy I mean, I mean, let me, it's like, unbelievable he was like the terminator like how do you like, do that like what you see, like it's like you know what you see on TV is nothing compared to the personal life of a professional wrestler. And when I saw both parts, and like, and I saw this on a week, on like one week, like okay, I saw part one. The next week, I saw part two because I wanted to do a review for my chill streams, you know, without no spoilers. But you know, at the same time, I like, I, well, there's some feedback. Hold on, there's some feedback coming in. I don't know where it's coming from, but hopefully. Okay, hold on one second. Oh, it's my mic or something. <laughs> hold on. Wait. Difficulties. Nope, I don't hear nothing. Uh, but anyway, good. um, but yeah, as I watched it, like, it it was really you know it pulled a lot of strings you know on on myself. I mean, I hated it for Brian. I hated that his life was taken too soon, you know, and and I really. And, you know, seeing his son for what he went through, I mean, like, I mean, like, it just, it was just there, you know, and, and, you know, you wish that someone didn't have to go through that, you know, through that abuse, you know? Well, he's got a bright future ahead of him. Brian yes, Pillman Jr. has a bright future ahead of him. Oh, definitely. For, for the yeah. short period of time, the short period of time that he's been working and the amount of support he has, I think he has got a good, a good future ahead of him. I, I don't know if but, he signed with AEW. But he's on. He's been featured on AEW. But the bigger question is, should he be 
the next loose cannon, I say no, no, no. no. Get rid of the loose cannon gimmick. No, that no. that that that. But that's not what killed Brian. That does not no. what oh, destroyed oh, Brian. The oh, accident no. is what led Brian Pillman down that path. The character was already created. Once he got into an accident, he became that <laughs> character because that character. he couldn't wrestle. His his wrestling ability was was hindered. So he became more of the character to maintain that that audience. And I understand it. And, and plus he was stressed. I get it. I understand it. It's tough. But that's yeah. a total another topic for another day. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But anyway, <laughs> uh, wonderful guest here. Do you do you uh what what else do we ha have to ask other other than just you know I got a question because I just I'm watching NXT right now. I just saw Adam Cole. You work with him as part of the kingdom. What was it like working with Adam Cole? Uh it, it's it's um it's one of those things where you are working with your closest friend. You know what I mean? Like behind the scenes, me and Adam Cole and, and Roddy and, and Eddie Edwards, we all hang out together and stuff like that. And then obviously there's other guys in that crew. But we were very, very close. I remember going to a Terry Taylor uh, seminar a couple of months into when I started and I met Adam there and he had just started as well. So like, we were kind of bonded at, at an early time in our careers because we were just kind of like, all right, let's stick together. Let's look out for one another. But uh, he's I, – I always told him, like, he's the Shawn Michaels of our generation. Like, he just – facially, on the mic, in the ring, he's, he's the man. And um, it was just always a matter of time before Adam Cole was the biggest star, and, and he's just doing – He's doing his thing that he was always meant to do. So Cole, Cole will be, like I said, he's, he's our generation. So yeah, I have to agree with you. He, like I said, one, he's also entertaining on up, up, down, down as Chugs. And when you go watch that show, and when he does the uh, Chugs is our old nickname for him. I, I haven't watched too much of the YouTube show, but I'm glad he's he's brought Chugs back. Yeah, oh, he's funny. He's funny. He's funny. He's just hilarious. So yeah, it's really. It's it's really really cool to see. Um, oh, some happened. Some happened, Charlie. Yeah, he said he'd be right back. Mm. Okay. But either way, um, hey Michael, do you have a question for him? Yeah, I got another one. So my next question for you, you Matt, is what was it like being in the ring with the legendary Bully Ray? Oh yeah, no, that was uh, uh, definitely a learning experience. You know, it's it's funny because. Again, you grow up watching these guys and like watching their every move, and and so like now you're in the ring and you're supposed to be like their peer, like oh yeah, of course we'll do this or that. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, so tell me all about WrestleMania, <laughs> you know? What I mean? Like, tell me about this night in ECW. Tell me about this story. I just want to kind of be like, tell me all your stories of your career, but at the same time, I have to be like professional. And and this guy is now my my peer. It's um. It's in wrestling, you always want to be paired up with someone, especially at the beginning, right? We'll go back to the independency and you want to be paired up with someone better than you so you can get better by wrestling them. And then at a certain point, you really want to get paired up with someone more knowledgeable than you because it's not necessarily about the athleticism. It's about your mind at that point, how to structure things, how to, how to get the most bang for your buck. And I, I really was under the learning tree with Bully Ray, um, and I, I kind of lucked out because I was trained by Spike Dudley. Tommy Dreamer helped me out a lot. So by the time I got to Bully Ray, 
I, I had enough names to drop to him. So he, he trusted me and, and wanted to help me as well. But I can't say enough good things about Bully. He was fantastic to have in the locker room and, and someone that um, is an endless funnel of knowledge when it comes to wrestling. Yeah, Bully Ray's got, got awesome knowledge. Very entertaining. It's awesome. But yeah, um, how long long of um, how long have you been uh, like got to stay here? Because I mean, if we have more questions, you know, uh, I got, I got a couple more minutes. If you have questions, mm. all right. Um, so oh, I have one. What was the best match you ever had? Uh, you know, personally for me, it, it's that Vegas match. Me and Jay Lethal going 60 minutes is probably my the, the match I'm most proud of. And if anyone, I know it's a long one to watch, but if anyone is ever like, oh, let me get a, a Matt Taven match to kind of see who this guy is, that's the one I would always put forward. Um, but it, to be honest with you, there's so many good matches that happened during my title reign. Uh, you could pick any of them as well with me. Uh, against Kenny and, and uh, Jay Lethal in New York City, me and Alex Shelley in Toronto, mm. uh, me and PCO in, in Toronto oh. as well. Pierre, uh, I remember him. I know. Me, me and Tracy Williams is an underrated one that was on TV mm. out in uh, in Washington. So there, there's a lot of really good ones. I'm very proud of that of that uh, World Championship reign. But I would have to say it all starts with the 60 minute guy in uh, in Vegas with Jay Lethal. So what does you know, the future yeah. hold hold for you, Matt? What does the future hold for you um, professionally? Well, what can we expect out of you? Well, it's it's for for me, I I think that's all I can really think about is bringing what has happened during the pandemic to the people, right? to to be in front of people because during this time, uh, I returned from injury. Mike Bennett returned to Ring of Honor. Me and Mike Bennett team for the first time in five years. That all happened without a soul in the crowd. Not a single person there. No energy to feed off of. I could only imagine what the reactions would be the day, the time that Mike Bennett shows up in a Ring of Honor ring for the first time in five years. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, that all happens in front of no one, you know, only on TV screens. So I'm really excited to kind of show the OGK for the first time in five years in front of a live crowd. Uh, also, you know, me and Vinny, we have to settle this thing uh, and for all. Uh, we Another adaptation matches. You know, there's been a, a home invasion. There's been cut with the axe. There's been hobblings on the ankle. All this, again, has happened without a crowd there. And uh, that's something that needs to be settled. And it, there's no better way to, than to settle it in front of the Ring of Honor faithful. So, and, and going back to, to the point, again, I've never had my Ring of Honor uh, world title rematch from when I lost it. So that's always in the back of my mind to get back to the top of the mountain. So it's like I got Vinny, I got the OGK, and there's that world title that's always floating in, in, in between. So uh, there's a lot of things on my plate, but it just it I'm just looking forward to finally being back in front of a crowd and, and, and doing all the things that we've been doing as a company during the pandemic in front of a live audience. You know, you know, seeing as though you bring up the world title, um, what was your your initial thoughts of PCO actually winning the world title? You know, I mean, what a great story, man! Like, what a great story! Like, watching this guy feuding with Bret Hart over his jacket, and like, then he he goes away wow. for a while. You know, he's got this beautiful long career, then goes away and makes one of the best comebacks you could ask for at fifty yeah. years old. 
reinvents oh. himself and like is an absolute animal. Like the match that we had in Toronto, I, I, I dare anyone to go back and watch it and, and not be entertained. You know, he's bleeding. He's I'm power bombing him on the floor. He's throwing Vinny through a table. Like it's an insane match. And uh, that guy's doing it all at 51 years old. I pray and keep my fingers crossed that at his age, I can still do half the things he does. You know, he'll, he'll, God, he, he, he takes these bumps that you, you wonder if he's going to get up. And then the next morning you see him bright and early at the gym, getting it in. So um, he's a machine. And I, I mean, I, you couldn't be happier for a guy like that to make the comeback that he has. And, when he finally won the world title, you could tell it meant so much to him. And it's, it's again, you're happy for people that go out there and, and really work hard and deserve it. And he's one of those people. Uh, I mean, he's a tremendous shape, unbelievable shape. Yeah. yeah. I, remember him, I remember him as Pierre the Quebecer, one half of us. You know, and they were doing a lot of innovative stuff. You know, he's coming off the top on that senton flip, and that's way before everyone's doing it. Great. So. Yeah, he's uh he's a guy that's that's worked hard and had a long career and it's it's nice to be able to for him to be able to put on the resume world champion. Oh yeah. I agree. Anyway, Michael, um did you have something to say cuz you know uh, No, I no. Okay. I, um because you had looked like you had something to say when um Taven was talking, but all right. Um Charlie, do you have any other questions for him? Yeah, I guess uh, one more I'll have is um, I, I've always been more of a fan of the Intercontinental title. Like, if I ever was, in, if I ever was able to go to WWE, my goal probably be, would be Intercontinental champion, even though nowadays it's not as pristine as it was, like, in the 80s, 90s, and even the early 2000s. But if you had the – if you went to WWE, what would you rather – like, if they told you you could win these two titles – one of them first. Who would it be? Would it be the WWE title or would it be the Air Continental title? Well, um, you know, I kind of agree with you that the Intercontinental title was like that was the belt that I always looked at. I love the design of it. I love the shape of it. I mm -hmm. love the guys that had it. And, you know, it was always kind of looked at as the workhorse title. Even, you know, Macho mm -hmm. Man and Steamboat are having unbelievable matches for it. Obviously, all the way down to – Brad and Sean and Sean and Jeff Jarrett is like one of my underrated. That's, that's a long story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, but being an older, wiser guy that I am now, uh, I think you would probably make more money as the world champion. So I'm going to go with that one, considering that the, the amount of abuse that you put on your body as a wrestler, you really got to try to make as much money as humanly possible in the, in the, in the amount of time that you have, which you really don't know how long that will be. So, uh, you got to go for where the money is. Got to go for the world title and bring back the oh, yeah. winged eagle belt. Is that too much to ask? Yeah. The winged eagle belt. Whatever. They love their logo. Redesign, design the, redesign it to where you replace the WWF logo with the new WWE pointy logo if you want. You know what well, I mean? It just seems like all their titles are starting to look the same. Am I the only one that notices that? I mean, well, it's well, crazy. Well, you know what? It kind of reminds me of UFC. <laughs> I don't know. I get why they do it. They do it. They do it for promotion. They do it so their logo is out there on their world title. I get it. It's just this weird design to me. That's a marketing. But guess what? Yeah, but guess exactly. what? We already know who they are. <gasps> I, well, that 
Yeah, it's a lot easier to create a bunch of uh, replica titles with just the logo on it than the detail that goes into like the winged eagle one. So it's easier to replicate that, meaning you'll spend less money and you'll make more money because you'll get more of them done. That's why yeah. that happens. But you know, we'll all we'll all keep our fingers <laughs> crossed that one day the winged eagle will come back. <laughs> yeah. No. They, I mean, there were actually rumors that the Universal title would have been kind of like the Winged Eagle, but then again, all those little, you know, uh, fantasy-like uh, designs were like just rumors, nothing more. Maybe. One day. Uh, one day. Maybe they can figure it out where it'll look good and it'll be homage. I don't know. I mean, that original WCW title, not for nothing, but as a kid, I didn't know what it's what was on it other than when Which it comes to the, the old, you know, the old the classic one, the big one, the big gold one. Yeah. Because okay. the gold, the day, there, 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 yeah. there are two versions of it. There's like that one, and then there's the one they had like after Flair, you know, had left WCW and go to the WWF. Yeah. With that I, big gold belt. Right? Yeah, that, yes. that belt. I felt like the detail on it was so like good that the television back in the day didn't do it justice. All you ever seen was world championship wrestling or, or, or and you never actually seen the D or world heavyweight it was world heavyweight wrestling champion, but you never, and, and you've seen like the world, the the wrestlers and the world, but you couldn't see the, the, the detail in it. It was so much detail, but back in the day, it wasn't about wrestling. Wasn't always about television. It's about the people to be close to the ring. I'll tell you this about that Ring of Honor World Title. It's got just the right amount of detail, but you can still see it on television at the same time. Lots a thing of beauty. Well, then you need to go get that thing, Matt. Go get that title for it. So yeah, yeah. change the strap again. I remember when that Ring of Honor title, like when they redesigned it, uh, and I at first I was like thinking. Oh, I, I, I'm, I, I love that original, but then I'm like, oh, that's a thing to be that in the television title. I'm like, it really, like, when they made those new designs of the belts, I'm like, see, WWE, this is how, how a new design is done. And yeah. and they had and they had those little snaps, you know, for the, for the strap, you know, not the not the Velcro. You know what? Screw Velcro. <laughs> well okay oh god all right so there, there you go this is this is the future for uh right there that's the future oh, that's in that's that's it matt's that's future nice right there belt, i have to admit yeah, yeah. Nice i did it's really it's really nice this is a really good belt yeah. uh, you see the logo <laughs> you see everything <laughs> <laughs> no 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 you know what no try that again and try to make all oh, the Try to make it look like he's Hey, hold on. And you know what else will happen next? Next will happen. Well, you'll do that segment again, like when you took the television title out of your pants, and then you'll have the hoopla hotties. Oh, yeah. We'll just blur it all out. Yeah, we'll blur it all out. We'll make it look like a million bucks. Yeah, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just I'll just put this away before but yeah um but yeah Taven it is it is it's is an honor to actually you know meet and talk to you I mean I'm sure you got other things to do um I mean we I mean we'd love to keep you for long but you know you have but you probably got some other things you need to do right of course, you know it's a busy it's a busy life, but uh, I'm happy to sit down and then and, and chat with you. Some of you guys I, I recognize over the years, you know, yeah. Eric, Michael, I recognize you guys over the years. You know, definitely being a big fan. I, I owe a, a lot 
almost everything to, to the people that have helped me grow from New England to, to where I am now. So I'm extremely thankful uh, for all you guys. So it was very fun to, to chat with you guys, and we'll definitely have to do it again sometime. And we will. Yeah. yeah. yeah and we'll also, be, what, what, what can you tell the audience to where they can find you on social media? If you know how to spell Taven, which don't be a Melvin, it's T-A-D-E-N, <laughs> you can find me anywhere. Matt Taven on Facebook and Twitter. Some Melvin took it from me on Instagram and tried to hold it hostage. So I said, absolutely <laughs> not. I'm the Matt Taven, brother. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's the Matt Taven on Instagram, uh, Matt Taven on YouTube. But ROHWrestling.com, we are back live July 11th with uh, the the Baltimore uh, UMBC Center packed with Ring of Honor fans. So please come join us if you can. If not, watch it on pay-per-view uh, because, like I said, this is the best wrestling product in the world and where we're ready to kind of bring it to the masses. Yeah, really. is, well, can well, I ask like, you one question for the New England course. area? Is Ring of Honor going to be on Nessun? I have to ask because I get so confused as to when it's going to be on and when it isn't. Question. Oh, it is on Nessun. It is on Nessun okay. on Wednesdays and Sundays. Uh, okay, okay. I watched. I've been watching it online. I but I had cable for a while, and I was yeah. on YouTube TV. I can automatically record it, but for some reason, when if something else is going on, it doesn't record it. So it's wicked confusing. So the thing with, with Nesson is that uh, it, it airs on the both nights because a lot of times on that Wednesday, it'll get preempted for baseball. So, yeah. so, and it's, and it's also nice so they'll move it because of the socks are on and stuff. And then it'll, it'll throw your DVR all, all off. But if you search it on, on whatever uh, cable co company you have, if you have Nesson, it'll, it'll be there one of those two nights. All right. Awesome. So that's good for the England area to know. Plus you can always see it online. Yes. Either 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 way, it was um it was great talking to you. Hopefully, we can do this again in the future. And yeah. also, be sure to you know recognize people. Recognize that this man is the trend, the future yes. Ring of Honor World Champion. Once yeah. again, two time. The future two time. <laughs> yes. Either way, the future hey, thank you time Ring of Honor. Talk to you guys soon. Yeah. Right, talk to you later. Thanks for coming. Thank you, Matt. Thank Kingdom Matt. Rocks. Kingdom Man. Rocks. Bad. Awesome dude, once again. I got to tweet him that picture of me and him. That was unbelievable. Thank you. By the way, uh, Tom, don't forget, it could also possibly be on Nessie Plus as well. If you can hear me from Mario. Yeah, but like it's weird. It's always weird. Like DVR, I just watched it online because the DVR thing. It's so it's weird sometimes. Like Nesson is it, it's inconsistent with shows that aren't sports. It's hard mm -hmm. to trust. But I, I just wanted to know if they still had the Nesson deal. They and still it's good to know. They, they still have it's, it. It's good to know. Player, that. I think it was. Troy, do you have Nesson in your area? I, no, that's I New England like sports. It. That's New England Sports Network, and I don't think that would be in San Antonio. No, I'm not in Buffalo either. I'm from, I'm from South Carolina, you idiot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because if you were from San Antonio, I would have already been kicking this candy ass already all the way to Sunday. It's been of New England. And there's no mess in, in Buffalo either. Yeah. 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 Christian Casanova's making no, his thing about you prom night, dumpster baby. I mean, Michael. Again with that. But either way, um, um, it's about time we go. It's about time we go in. Thank you. That's what's <laughs> Thank it's you. About, 
I think it's about time we go into our topics, but we're going to do this in alphabetical order. So, with that all being said, uh, let's go! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. uh, so, uh, Brian Shemmick, the sponsors as well, after the subscription. Christian Casanova is making his debut yeah, for the Cruiserweight title against Kushida right now. This is crazy. So, yeah, so we're going to have to. Huh? Who's making his debut? Christian Casanova from Chaotic Wrestling, that uh, one of the. Uh, leagues that uh, Matt Taven mentioned. Uh, he's ma- oh, okay, cool. named Carmelo Hayes. He's uh, uh, facing Trucina right now for the Cruiserweight title on NXT. So, since we're <coughs> and that makes a total of 18 topics put together, we're gonna, we'll play the, you know, uh, you'll, you can play the advertisements when we have nine topics already, you know, discussed. But anyway, okay. um, Charlie, since we're doing this alphabetical order, you start first. Well, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. It is, is a is a great honor to get the first topic, you know. But with that being said, I guess I'll, I'll start be, off with. I'll be right back. Uh, trying to debate. I'll probably probably do this uh, do this topic and second topic. Okay. So updates for the channel. Of course, uh, of course, we are going to lots of good stuff coming this week on my channel. Of course, the uh, rank them all of the top nine Saul films of all time. I just recorded it. I'm in the process of uploading it. I edited it, uploaded all that good stuff. So that's going to be coming this Thursday. And of course, this Thursday at the special start time of 6 p.m. Central will be episode 49 of the <coughs> Hangman Outcast. The, excuse me, the 12 hour special. And of course, uh, there will be some uh, prizes for the Lucky people who jo- who stay on the show, and I mean like in the show, like right now, like how we are right now, the longest. And I will read off those prizes right now. Let me get my phone out. There we go. And, of course, it will be me and Tom Willis. I do not know if uh, Ibarra will be joining us again this coming Thursday. And David will unfortunately not be here because uh, apparently uh, Leonard's Kitchen Rant Ray is more important than us. No. We hire him. Anyway. No, I have to take care of my family, which I'll explain in the, in the future. Yeah, so we're still going to roast you. We're still going to roast you. Schmuck. Let, anyway. Let's just say one of my parents has a big rash. That's all I'm going to say. Um, anyway. Well, Rash or no rash, here's the deal, David. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna shut up and take it like a man, bitch. Like seriously, David. Yeah. It's a twelve. Well, hour, anyway. It's a twelve hour stream. You could like drop in for ten minutes. Like yeah, you should the, the rash. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I've been on just streams remember, with David. Just remember, Dave or David. I'm off. Dave. I'm off this week. So just remember when you do a chilling stream. Don't worry, I'll be there. And I will be there to exact my ultimate revenge. I'll be oh, there for anyway. you when the rain starts. Anyway, so the prizes for the people who are on the 12-hour live stream uh, the longest this Thursday. Of course, first place will get the uh, 4K Back to the Future Trilogy digital code. Because, of course, I own Blu-rays. I don't usually use digital code. So why not thank you, everybody, for supporting don't, the show. Don't forget... Don't forget, Second Charlie. We'll get uh, the soul. Don't forget, we might have uh, David's date on, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Brandon will be very upset. Wait, hold on. No, that that that's that's public. That's public domain. That's why every radio station. Quit giving the Chinese finger. They're the look. China was the reason why we had this, you know, pandemic in the first place. Like seriously. The Chinese finger? That's the Chinese finger? Pinky part. That's what I was saying with with all the eruption. All right. First place, we'll get the 4K Back to the Future uh, Trilogy digital code. Second place, we'll get the Saw 4K digital code. And third place, we'll get the Bugs Bunny 80th Anniversary Collection digital code for people who stay on the show the longest. So, uh, and I, I had a good idea. If some if someone has as much is as psychotic as me and stays on the show from 12, uh, the whole 12 hours, well, they'll get something added to the first the prize. What that will be, I don't know yet. We'll find out because I don't think that will happen. But, hey, stranger things will happen. Somebody could be staying on from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., so who knows? And uh, No, you didn't, more, David. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. David did not get to eight. No way. Stream yeah. it. It's not It's not real until there's evidence. Uh, yeah, been, David, you I've can't. Been, no, no, uh, no, no, no. I'm fucking this. Duty. No, duty. You need proof. You need video proof of you actually playing the game. And it also has to be either live or premiered. You can't go oh saying, like, I've been practicing. I've been practicing. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, you smart. <laughs> See, look at Romy. He even thinks you're full of it. Hey, that's funny, David. I actually beat I got 120 stars on Super Mario 64 in 10 minutes the other day. I was practicing. Hey, hey, hey David, I beat Super Mario 64 two. David, I beat Super Mario 64 two seconds, but I was practicing. Two seconds. No. <laughs> But hey, hey, hey! I did it, but you can't—you don't know because I haven't recorded. But I was practicing. That's how good I am. Anyway, now the you, now, now guess what? Now guess what? My, my, I'm talking. Hey. It's my first topic. Anyway, thank you. Thanks a lot, Brandon. Because I was trying to—I was trying to end in my final topic with one final line. Uh. One thing to Jordan. All right, uh, Jordan. One day I love for you. I, I love for you to beat my twelve-hour stream. That is the end of my final topic or my first topic. Twelve-hour stream. I, you know, there's one person not going to win it. Me. I get, well, real quickly, David. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call your mother right now, live on the stream, and I'm gonna find out if it's true that you actually did that. Hold on. Well, hey, no. Uh oh, you're in trouble, sir. <laughs> You are in trouble, sir. Who are you actually calling? Are you actually mother? Come on now. Since, oh, she's since not. She's not. She's not picking well, up. I'm sorry, David. I guess it's hey, not true. Hey, Mike, 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 Miller, somebody calling your mama? Oh, hey, Mike. Oh, so here's the deal. Here's the deal, deal, Mike. You look so good. Seeing is believing, Charlie. All I see is a coitin. <laughs> I, I, hey, I don't want to get demonetized. Right, wait, are you are you showing us that you can? Are you showing us that you can jerk your curtain? Jerk your curtain. No, 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 uh, Jordan. That, that's for a K for you. But anyway, uh, no, yeah, I didn't yeah, want to show yeah. her because I didn't but, want the channel. 
I didn't want the channel to get the take or the video get taken down for nudity. Well, you're mighty. Like on my own. But somebody say nudity. Somebody say nudity in the gay kid. By the way, Michael, here's the thing. Oh my god, Michael! Michael, you said something about you know, you know, David interrupting me. Here's the thing. At least I'm not like another individual goes like, don't interrupt me, don't interrupt me, Lottie. You know, Charlie knows who I'm talking about. It's a Kevin Daniel. Yeah. No, it's not. Ladies and gentlemen, who said anything about Kevin Daddy? I wasn't talking about Kevin Daddy. Oh, okay, okay, I, I. Jordan, you wish that he was your daddy. Wait, you got the eight four. You know, funny thing is, did you know that's actually his real last name? No, 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 no. It's true. It's it's actually his real last name. I know. No, I know. Kevin Daddy. It's not like Kevin Daddy is like Dr. Rose, if you will. But anyway, who's next? Um, well, unfortunately, it's David. You know. So yeah, go ahead. About to say, yeah, anyway, I'm gonna go right now while, while he's talking. Sorry, scream. Anyway, um, I am so, about to screw somebody, but just, just hope it's not your mother. Good lord, yeah, you said it's a good idea. So, so said yours, Charlie. Okay, David, let's go. Let's boot you up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's having a temper tantrum off camera, and we're not seeing him in his chair. He's 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 committing domestic abuse to his chair, and we can't even see it. Wait, wait, wait! I just got I just got naked. I heard domestic abuse to a chair. What am I missing? My God. This is wait, hold on. Well, if you got naked, you got to come in the gay cave. That's how this works. Wait, hold on. Jordan, what are you talking about? I'm straight. But happy uh, LGBT month, oh. people. Jordan, you love that month. <laughs> don't, don't even get me started. But anyway, um, can I read this comment before you start? <laughs> no, Drum <laughs> just said. Drum just said. So this is in alphabetical order. That means Tom's going last. Like he'll be be last in the debate. <laughs> Tom, Tom, you've got to win this for me, Tom. Don't make me call Dan XP. I will call him to, to get a win for me. The Outcast needs a win, Tom. Don't fail us. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is this is Charlie right now. This is Charlie right now. This is Charlie right now. Ready? <laughs> Dad, Dad, I'm losing again. I'm such a loser, Dad. You need to get on my stream right now. You need to get on my stream right now, Dad. Please get on my stream right now. Dad. I need views. Tom, Tom, Tom's not showing up to my pre-show, and I really need views, Dan. Tom, I wrote my suicide note. Tom, I wrote my suicide note. Don't make me sign it. <laughs> oh my god. Don't make me sign it. But anyway, let's go ahead and your first back we'll, we'll all be quiet. We'll be quiet. I got so it gives you enough time to get laid. Right, he just had to say that. Continue, Jordan. 
No, and, I mean, like, no, it's no, it's David's turn now, so he gets. To oh, go ahead, David. It's David's topic now. All right, so originally I was going to show a little uh, football uh, collection from me at games, but uh, um, however, I have another list of mine. Um, I'll be showing guys uh, what games I went to at Fenway Park recently. So, um, I'm going to start. Uh, as you know, I've been going to Fenway Park for a long time, and I'll be showing you the days of the games I've been going. So, the first game I went to was back on July 24th, 2013, uh, versus Tampa. The second one, uh, another one versus Tampa, May 31st, 2014. Uh, versus Baltimore, uh, June 25th, 2015. Uh, April 21st, 2016 versus Tampa once again. Uh, versus Tampa yet again for July 8th, 2016. Um, I saw <clears throat> the Los Angeles Angels or Albert Pujols was on that team at the time. Uh, June 25th, 2017. I actually went to my first playoff game back, which unfortunately it was uh, the versus the Astros, but I still had a good time. October 8, 2017, and which the Red Sox won that game. Um, I went to another one back on June 9, 2018, versus the Chicago White Sox. Um, July 29, 2018 versus Minnesota. Uh, and then I went to another playoff game, which was back on October 5th versus New York. New York Yankees. Sorry, Michael. Um, and then really, versus David? Da <laughs> David, David, can I ask you a quick question? Michael, we know we were supposed David, to David, I have somebody I want to call for you. And uh, you talked about Mario earlier in the chat. And I think that I couldn't get in touch with your mother, but I actually just got a phone number. I'm not going to say who it is, but I'm going to just dial it right now. Okay. So just prepare. <laughs> Hold on. It's me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so that's funny. Uh, hey, what you, you know what? Dingus. You know what? I, what you, know you, what I was hope, you know what I was hoping that would be on the other line. Who was that? I was hoping it would be a Goomba. Oh, uh, <laughs> get over here, couple of Goombas. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go! <laughs> it almost sounds like uh, it almost sounds like Mario was sliding off of the ice levels. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, Mario! Hello! All right, Dave. <laughs> Here we go! <laughs> All right, David, continue. Um, okay, and the last uh, game is over two, April 14th versus Baltimore, April 29th versus Oakland, June 22nd versus Toronto, uh, July 30th versus Tampa, and May 26th recently this year because I didn't go to any games last year. Thanks to China. Obviously, because of the pandemic. 
Yeah, thank you, Chano. Um, and the game I went to was this year, May 16th, versus the Angels. So that is my topic right there. Mm. All right. Um, next we got Eric. Oh, so... I just what happened now. Sorry. <laughs> Wait. Charlie, nobody cares. So, so everybody, that that was baseball with David Three Thousand, the man. He's talking about Red Sox and and and, and MLB, and you can check it out on TBS and ESPN. All right, that's a good that's a good promotion. Okay, yeah, very good. Um, my first time. You know what? You know, actually, you know what? Hold on. You know what that should be? You know, instead of just the baseball thing, it should be the Mario baseball one since we're all about, here we go! You mean, you mean, you mean Mario Super Here we Sucker. go! <laughs> Mario Super Baseball, one of my favorite games. Favorite baseball yeah. Games. But anyway, uh, go ahead. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Eric. All right, thank you very much, Jordan. Uh, I watched, well, we all watched Double or Nothing. Most of us watched Double or Nothing on uh, uh, streaming and everything else. And uh, one of my favorite matches from Double or Nothing, obviously, the Spring Stampede between between the, um, the Inner Circle and um, the Pinnacle, where if the Inner Circle loses, they would split up. The Inner Circle's entrance uh, from the, you know going off the cables, it almost took me back to the um, the Owen Hart Blue Blazer. I was really, really concerned that hopefully all of them get down safely, and and um, and the, the matchup itself was totally totally crazy and i liked it it was possibly one of the best matches i ever seen stadium st Pete's, one of my favorite matches uh, it was right up there with um tag team apocalypto from impact wrestling a few years ago i don't know if you guys remember that looked it up i remember that it was uh, uh matt, matt hardy did a like a premonition of it you know years ago you know and that when he was in bed and you woke one night saying apocalypto apocalypto you know yeah, that was the craziest thing ever. And then all these other random tag teams from other indies getting. Wait, something happened to David. Yeah. Ah, well, I, I guess. Um, uh, oh, David back, disappeared. Well, the ratings. Oh, wait, wait, you know what? The ratings just got better for us. <laughs> oh, God. That's right. That's right. I went there. Yeah, I went there. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Mario landed on the flagpole. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, wow, I like this guy. Here we go. <laughs> you, you know what? You know what that? You know what that? That must be one hell of an enema Mario must have suffered. Oh, but anyway, God. continue. Uh, continue, Eric. Uh, yeah. So, um, so I like I like these crazy matches where they go all over the building, especially you know, and the cool the cool part about it is Sammy Guevara. Who originally quit the group because of MJF's shenanigans, end up getting the pinfall over Sean Spears. And <coughs> I think it's really, really cool that they're still together. And uh, I like to see more Stadium Stampede matches from AEW because those are those are crazy hilarious. Well, you know, it's probably going to be a yearly tradition since you know we're talking about should double be. or nothing. It should be. It should be. It yeah. should. Be. In my in my opinion, it should be. So that's my that's it for my first talk about topic by the way. Speaking of you know, and since it's my turn now, I'm gonna say right here my uh, my first topic has a lot to do with uh, AEW because I mean if you want to look back on you know the the show that me and Dante did you know the season two premiere of Russell Speak podcast, um, you can go ahead check out his channel. I will put the link to the video in the comment section after this 
Um, Dante Pittman, because I'm just subscribed to him. So yeah, in case you all don't know, we did a you know somewhat of a review or somewhat of a yeah we did our review of the event. And I'm going to lie, when when I say I give this event an 8 out of 10, I mean that because the one thing that made this event more more greater than anything was the fan participation with it being in full capacity. Because we have suffered and, you know, not having to be at these events or these wrestling shows in these arenas for a long, long time since, you know, it all happened in March of 2020. Mm. And we were, you know, and, and me in my mind – it was actually real fun watching that live on, you know, <laughs> VR live, you know, and then, and having to see all those wrestlers compete in front of those, front of that audience, it made, you know, it, it was like, it was magical because if there's one thing that that's missing within professional wrestling, it's the audience. And I, I was mm. really, you know, I was really happy to see the audience in, you know, Daly's place in Jacksonville, Florida, be having a chance to witness, you know, professional wrestling at its finest whether it be from AEW or Ring of Honor or or Impact or even anywhere for that matter, even WWE, I'll go that far. But at the end of the day, it's good that things are getting back to the way they were before all hell broke loose last year. Yeah, slowly but surely. Oh. So yeah, that's that's also one of the main reasons why I gave the event an eight out of ten. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, Stadium Stampede was, uh, you know. QT but anyway, <laughs> QT Marshall. I call it QT Fire Marshall Bill. <laughs> and, but either uh, way, I, I will uh, say though. Now I didn't really, you know, have any hopes in the freaking uh, Cody Rhodes and uh, Anthony Ogogo match. I wasn't really too fond of it, like most people. Power Rangers. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> Anthony, <laughs> Anthony, uh. Go go Power Rangers! <laughs> Sorry, George. Every time I hear Anthony the Go Go, I gotta say Anthony the Go Go Power Rangers. That's what it's But anyway, hey, George, that's gonna be name. It, it, Anthony's name. The what? Say Anthony's name without saying the last part, or the the Power Rangers part. Okay, I get you. I know what you're going with. Okay, uh, Anthony. Say the last name. I thought you. I thought you were gonna do the last name. Well, no. Say Anthony the Go Go, and then I finish it off. Okay, man. This it's like dealing with a child. Um. Okay, know, Anthony, right? Anthony. Uh, Go Go. Power Ranger. See, was that so hard? Yes, it was. Now go away. <laughs> now, now, since that's the end of my topic. Well, the thing is, I'm surprised David's not on here since you're here. Maybe he left because you knew no, he was going to get roasted. Oh, he's back right now David's backstage. backstage. David's I'm, I'm, backstage. Already, I'm, I'm already dealing with something right now, you know, at the same time. So, <laughs> Don't ending yet. I'm joining. What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> but anyway. Um, so, yeah. Hey, David. Welcome back. Anyway, next topic. This is. Oh, wait, 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 David. Uh, David has arrived, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, His computer's so, booted back up. So, Michael, this oh, is your, your, your turn. 
this is uh, Michael's turn, so go ahead and give out your first topic. All right, I got NXT uh, results from last week because we have NXT uh, happening on right now on the USA Network as we speak. Yes, I'm watching it right now. Absolutely, and the first matchup of the night, we have a women's tag team match player, Holla Holla. Holla Holla. We've got Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart taking on the taking on Dakota Kai and the current NXT Women's Champion Raquel Gonzalez. What did that match shockingly? Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart at a time at seven minutes and forty six seconds. That was a shock, to be honest with you, because I thought with Raquel Gonzalez's strength, this is. This could have been an easy win for Kai and Gonzalez, but instead, no. Man. Sexy Gonzalez. Not a lot of people like her. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then and we got a singles match. Pete Dunn going up against Bobby Fish. Pete Dunn accompanied by Oni Lorkin. How much fish could Bobby Fish fry? Bobby Fish could fry fish. <laughs> Eric, what of that match? Pete Dunn defeated Bobby Fish at a time at eight minutes and forty seconds. And then, and we have another women's match. This is the second of three women's matches that we had on the night. I mentioned the women's tag team uh, match earlier, t- earlier on, and now we have another women's match. We got Mercedes Martinez taking on Zeta Ramirez. No surprise in this one. Mercedes Martinez defeated Zeta Ramirez at a time at 3 minutes and 27 seconds. And now, and, and then we had the million dollar face off between Cameron Grimes and Ted DiBiase. Cameron Grimes! Do that, man! I like that. Yeah, yeah, the million dollar man was once again superior thanks to L.A. Knight. Dummy, yeah! Thank God for LA Knight, you know. Thank God for LA Knight at that moment, you know. He is a good promo cutter. Yeah, I, I, you know, LA Knight's learned a lot, man. Yeah, and then it's the it was the world premiere, uh, the in ring debut of Frankie Monet, going up, and she was going up against Cora Jade. Now, for those of you who weren't with us in episode seventy nine, you know. Frankie Monet hey, used to work for Impact under the name Taya Valkyrie. What are you keeping score? I got you. What did that match? Frankie Monet, he defeated Cora Jade. Time, three minutes, 11 seconds. Really good. So, a really good first match for, for her debut there. And then we have an interview with the current. NXT North American champion Bronson Reed. That was right until El Legado del Fantasma, headed by Santos Escobar. Escobar, the first man to step up to Bronson Reed. He is, of course, backed up by his protégés, Raul Mendoza and Yaki Wild. And then we have the main event, folks. We have the NXT Championship match. 
We have the current champion, Carrying Cross, accompanied by Scarlet, taking on the Prince, Finn Balor. Winner of the match, and still NXT champion, Carrying Cross. Hmm. The time of the match, it's all about the twos. 22 minutes and 22 seconds. Match of the night. NXT championship match right there. That's the end of my first topic. All right. Very good. Oh, now, uh, what did I miss? You know, you know, <laughs> oh okay, you know, Char okay, Charlie, that was, that wasn't very nice. Yeah. Well, what, what, <laughs> I love, I love David's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, you know, like that's, that's what you expect on here, but hey, like, uh, I, I was going to have sex again while you talked to Michael, but it was so boring. I fell asleep while she was on top of me, so, you know. Oh, that's, really? You know what? That's, you know, that's, actually, that's actually legit, Charlie, because you. the thing is with you, you I mean, you, you're, like never gonna be, you're never going to be on top. Oh! <laughs> Sometimes she's got to do the work, too, Jordan. One day, but either way, um, I think it's time for the Tom Willis show. The you know for him to have his first Live topic. Club. All right, so my first topic, and I don't know what order I want to do this. I kind of want to. I mean, I guess I'll promote. You know, what, I'm just going to promote that right now. I'll just promote this right now. So let me set you this. Up. All right, so coming up Saturday, and let me just throw the poster up real quick. Go ahead, not that. That's not the right one. Where's the poster? You want me, you want me, uh, the you want me to do you want me to solo no, no, screen I you? Got it. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? So right. this is what we got coming up right here. We got uh, I did these uh, last time. I did this this wrestling promotion right here. I did one of these on Twitch. This time it's going to be uh, on YouTube and we're going to be doing the headline. The main event of the wrestling sim is going to be Dan XP taking on Hangman Charlie uh, rematch. First, first officially sanctioned match. This is coming up June 12th What's at 7.30 p.m. <laughs> what? <laughs> Alex? <laughs> what? Hold on. Hold on one sec. I got to show this. All right. Yeah. Hold on. Alex, send me something. Oh, yeah, he sent me that to me, too. I laughed at it. It was funny. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was it the moment, late, Charlie? Michael. All late, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually funny. Oh, that, that is, okay. <laughs> That's pretty good. Who, who was that, Alex? Alex. Yeah, that was Alex. <laughs> Alex you know, uh, Alex Perez, you know, <laughs> not, 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 not like the <laughs> Not like the Pokemon Paris, but Alex Paris. I know I know who you're talking about, Jordan. Anyway, uh, back to multitasking, bro. But back to so, um, back to the most interesting person on the stream besides me, Tom. Oh. All right, so so here we go. Actually, we got we got actually, the YouTube. Actually Tom, actually, Tom brings more ratings than you, Charlie. That's true. Oh. Actually true. Anyway, like I was saying, we got this rustic promotion coming up on YouTube Saturday 12, 7.30. It's going to be me, Paige, and Eric. Eric, you're confirmed, right, to be in the announce booth? Yeah, I, I, I'll be there. It's, it's All right, awesome. Night, so I'll be so here. It's going to be. 
It's going to be very fun. We're going to be doing the same simulation. 730 is going to be the pre-show. We're just going to have a few pre-recorded interviews. Well, we're going to have live interviews at 730. Pre-recorded stuff is going to happen during the show. Uh, we got Dan XP versus Hangman Charlie headlining the show. We got J-Man's Legit versus Brandon Martin Battle of the Rant and Rave. And we got uh, David 3000 taking on four random girls. I think Becky no. the Butch. Uh, <laughs> Cassandra the Psycho. Uh, 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 no. it's just a bunch of he's gonna go through the relationship gambit of girls in a gauntlet style match, and we also oh, got other matches. No. We got we got Kevin Daddy taking on Papa Comatose. We got uh, <laughs> we got, I, I, we got, we got ITV. We, we got ITV oh taking God, I'm on. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Papa Comatose. That that. That's actually great. Let's make hey, a trend hey, and uh, hashtag girl, with that, too. that massive rosebud. Would you stop that, please? Uh, we got, uh, we got, we got, uh, uh, ITB Legacy of Dragon taking each other. They're gonna face each other for the big headed world championship. That's our only championship match. Uh, big headed title on the line. It's gonna be a great matchup. And then we also got ITB taking on, uh, Eric Battle and uh, Go Go Power Ranger Fest. It's going to be unbelievable. Wait till you see it. It's going to it's going to be a great massive success. Uh, Mr. Money is going to be featured. We also got a few other people. Uh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. It's coming at you Saturday, twelfth of June at seven thirty. So pay attention to the YouTube channel if you don't know. Now you know. Brandon Martin. That's the undercard. <laughs> That's that's right underneath <laughs> Dan X Fever saying Ray Charlie. Hey, to be honest, funny. <laughs> to be honest with you, rather I'm actually I'm not actually you know complacent about being on the undercard because if anything, if when when it's the opener, that's the one that usually steals the show. So, so David three thousand. So the I'll spoil it right now. The opener. Is David three thousand versus the four Omegle girls? That's the open. Hey Tom, can yeah. I say something? I got Tom. Tom can Go I ahead. say something real quick? I want to say that uh, that that's so perfect, though, Tom. Look at who's like Dan is at the top, but look look at me. Look at who is beneath me. J Man at the gym, Brandon Martin. Yeah. Perfect. You, you no, made that point. No. You made that point. Well, well, you're kind of like on the same level. Uh, There's a lot. It's just your head. Yeah, but your head is so big that it just appears to be. But really, in reality, you guys are at the same level. Because see how your nose and your mouth are kind of at the same level? But your your Oh, your name? No one cares about your name. I'm talking about your face. (laughs) You know what? The first time me and Tom agree on something. Who cares about your name? Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> you notice, notice how your forehead takes up so much space. Let's just take a look at how much space Hangman Charlie's head takes up on this poster. Like his forehead is just ridiculous. Hey, here's a here's a bug fact. Charlie's name means nothing. Oh, oh wow! Wow! wow. Name is yeah. Nothing. That's the guy who came on Oh, really? Really? Hold on. With all those women. Okay, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a second. Wait a second. Something's happening. Wait, hold on. on. Hello? (laughs) What's happening? Oh, really? 
Okay, I'll let him know. You know who that was, Charlie? That was nothing. He said he knew you. So cute to to piggyback off of David's punchline. See, David's comebacks are like little. Hey, baby, no one cares what you think. Hey, Charlie, here's another fun fact for you. Who has Spider-Man? What, David? I have bigger balls than your Charlie. That is a fact. What? You have bigger balls than me. Wait, wait, one second. I'm getting a call. Give me one second. Oh, hello? Yeah, David. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll be right wow. Over. Oh, take, something, t- take something from me. Very clever. Very oh, original. I made it better. I made it better, though, uh, Jordan. Anything you could do, I could do better. <laughs> Actually, mine was way more better than you. Don't try that. That's what she, that's what, that's what she thinks, uh, Jordan. That's okay. Yeah, that's what she thinks. That's what Cody thinks. Oh. Hey, 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 Jordan. Hey, Jordan, there is nothing wrong. Yeah, thank you, Tom. Jordan, there is nothing wrong <laughs> with uh, the fact that you're beneath me. It's okay, Jordan. You're always going to be beneath I, me. Actually, actually, I'm on top of you, so... Don't no, even you love go there. Wait, no, what the hell? Don't. You're on top of him? You word that man. Yeah, I'm on. Yeah, I'm on. Hey, I'm on top. Come on. Anyway, hold on. Alex sent me a. Alex sent me a voice message. I don't know what it is, but hold on. But yeah, Jordan, it, it's okay, man. It's okay. My name is David Thousand. Charlie, will you shut up for 20 seconds? <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is David Thousand, and today I will be going on a date. But I'm so shy. I can't do it. I can't. Oh, you! That's a pretty good. Oh, oh my god! Good impression. It wasn't even. It wasn't even over yet, and some cocksucker decides to start a call of a, of a group I'm a part of. <laughs> what a Who, jerk. David? <laughs> oh, I, oh god! No, it wasn't David. Not this time. Oh, he's not, no, no, no he's that. not. He's not the cocksucker I'm referring to. Oh, okay. Let's try this again. Hi, everyone. My name is David Thousand, and today I will be going on a date. But I'm so shy. I can't do it. I cannot do it. You know what? You know what? Spitting facts. Spitting facts. Yeah. This is da- this is Hold David. Up. David goes to David. Wait. David goes to Iraq. Echo. Revan feedback. Revan feedback. Where's it coming feedback. from? Echo. Hold on. I I mean I've got a call as well from that group, so maybe me. Echo. Testing, testing. Testing. Nope. It's, it's not picking up, up that much, but anyway. Okay. Um so, so this is, we'll every time ahead. every time every time David talks, this is all I hear. <laughs> actually actually Tom, actually actually Actually, hey David, you can take that. Hey David, you can take that finger and shove it up. Oh wait, the bell rung. Hey, on the bell rung. You know what that means? 
<laughs> like Festus. Yeah, yeah. Actually, remember that? When do get Festus? That was hilarious. That was with that beat. Hold on, hey, hold on, hold on. Hey, hey David. CTRL plus Alt plus delete. Control oh. Alt delete. Delete, 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 delete. Wow. Actually, actually, Tom, what that beat? Hey, David, David, can you do me a favor? David, can you do me a favor? This will, this will uh, solve all your issues. All you have to do is hit uh, Alt and F4. Alt and F4 fixes your internet. All you gotta do is hit Alt and F4. Trust me. Uh, um, uh, hello, Bela. Hello, Bela. Hit Alt and F4. Oh. Come on, you can do it. <laughs> Join the Mary. What? You know that's real. That's real cute when you do it behind a keyboard, but it's a different story when you do it actually on the panel and saying it to my face. Then again, but then again, we know we know he will never come back on here because he made made up. You know. Like a like a promise that that would be his one time only thing on episode twenty nine. So that means I win. David, did you uh, hit the buttons yet? The all no, time. No, I win because we were gonna nice. have one twice. What happened? What happened? Nothing. 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 Oh, you didn't. Your keyboard must be broken. Did you try? Oh, sorry, I tried. Plus and those, plus those two I know, at the same I know, time. I know. No, you do too. But what do I have? I think you press Alt, hold Alt, and then press F4. That's how you do it. Anyway, we got to get get back back on uh, track here. Uh, Charlie, you got to have your second topic with you. So what you got? Damn it. I'm playing multiplayer on Call of Duty. Okay, give me. All right. All right. Fucking win already. Damn it. All right. So next up is going to be my recent pickup so far for the month. And that is, of course, first off, is uh, the 4K Ultra HD of so the original Saul. Great movie. And then, of course, the Blu-ray Steelbook of 12 Monkeys, starring Brad Pitt and uh, uh, Bruce Willis. And then I've got the family film, a Serbian film. So I told you to check out, Jordan. You got to check it out because it's a great family film. David, you too. It's about a nice family. It, it, it's a film movie. I, I swear to you. Trust me. Jake's the snake. Trust me. Uh, and then finally, mm -hmm. the next the next one is going to be the Bugs Bunny 80th Anniversary Collection Blu-ray DVD or Blu-ray and Digital Co. with the Diamond Bugs Bunny Pop. So yes, it's cost about sixty-five dollars, but yeah, it was worth it for that pop. But uh, with all that being said. It is short, sweet to the point, like David's uh, non-sex life and Michael's non-sex life, uh, and that's the end of my uh, second topic. Well, not everybody can be just like you, Charlie. In fact, I don't ever want to be just like you. Just know that. Oh, wait. David's up next, right? Okay, let me mute yep. my mic and camera again so I can get laid. Huh? <laughs> oh, boy. At least he can get laid, unlike David. <clears throat> Anyway, David, go ahead with your second topic. And my goal. <laughs> go ahead. 
What was that? <laughs> <laughs> the Yoshi, like, hey, David just do a moment farted. Trying to get naked. No, no, David's just experiencing multiple errors on his end. <laughs> anyway, my second topic will be a short one. I actually don't have a third topic, but um, let me go to this article. I'm gonna give credit to where it's due to uh, uh, to uh, Jeffrey, uh, defendant game shows. Here's him an article as it gave me idea to do this topic. Just recently. The talk snub from the major daytime enemy awards. Mm. Reportedly, demoralized uh, from Saren. Um, and this is the first time that hasn't happened since seven years. Um, Demoralized from service exit. Uh, I'm gonna go one by one. Uh, Troy, what do you have to say about this? <clears throat> Very interesting. Michael? Yeah. What do you have to say about the top snub from the major daytime Emmy Awards as Stafford <laughs> Point demoralized from service exit? Well, I think uh, with The View and Drew Barrymore, I think those uh, Kelly Clarkson, Drew Barrymore, and the ladies over at The View, I think they've outdone them, at, at, I think. Well, I have to say, uh, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. Uh, the talk um, the talk being uh, snubbed. I think one of the reasons why it could be snubbed, too, is because of the whole Sharon Osbourne situation. Mm-hmm. And that and that could you know and that could be one of the major factors coming into why the talk has been snubbed. It's because that possibly that alone could be it. And um, I have to agree with uh, Michael on the uh, other talk shows doing very very well. Kelly Clarkson, of course, The View and all that. But like I said, the talk it could be the reason because the whole Sharon Osbourne situation uh, that yeah. hurt the talk, and I think mean, that's the reason why I think the talk was snubbed. So yeah, well, I have to say, Tom. Well, um, that's all I gotta say about that. I don't know where Charlie is, I don't know if he has thoughts on it, but uh, that is the end of my final topic. It's just so clear I'll be leaving in about an hour or so because I have um, other stuff to do. So, uh, that will be the end of my second topic. Oh, just know it again. <laughs> Gosh. Uh. All right, uh, Eric, what is uh, your uh, second topic? And that would be the ninth topic of the night. So that means after the, your topic, we'll go ahead with our sponsors. All righty. I'll make this thing quick then. Uh, as you know, I'm a big game show. A lot of us are big game show fans, as all most of us have met. And so I decided to have my personal top five favorite game shows of all time. And I got honorable mentions, too. I don't know if you guys can see this, but uh, these, and I will read them off to you. Honorable mentions, Finders Keepers, Nick Arcade, Legends of Hidden Temple. They're my favorites, of course. 
Um, let's go with my personal top five MTV's remote control at number five. If you have not watched the show, I suggest you look it up and you, you will like the show. And that's number five. Number four, obviously, Pressure Luck. Um, watched it since the 80s. And uh, now Elizabeth Banks back home is the third season going. I talked about that last week. Um, number three, The Joker's Wild. Whether you're watching Snoop Dogg or Jack Berry's, they're my favorite. Pat Finn, 90s. I ain't getting into that. So no comment on that. So that's number three. Number two, Tic Tac Doe. Um, Wink, Mar Wink Martindale. Welcome uh, back to Tic Tac Doe, y'all. <laughs> Shout out let's to get, you. Know, let's get, and we have like $5,000 in the pot we shuffled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ice cream man. Yeah, Michael Larson. Uh, on pressure luck, but no, Tic Tac Doe, Wink Martindale, uh, Jim Caldwell, uh, get me started Tom on the 90s, you know. And my number one uh, favorite game show of all time, obviously, it's Bullseye, hosted by Jim Lang. The set, everything about it, totally awesome. And that is my personal top five favorite game shows of all time with three honorable mentions. And that ends my second topic. Let's go to the sponsors. Hey, hey, Tom, uh, quit eating a pickle. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. You're, we can hear you chewing on a pickle. Now, please mute, mute your mic, bitch. <laughs> what are you talking about? Why are you talking about pickles, you weirdos? It's an inside joke that you wouldn't even understand, Charlie, if you paid attention. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand weird, weird stuff. You know, yeah, that's kind of funny coming from you. But anyway, uh, let's go ahead with our sponsors. We'll first start off with, uh, you know, um, with the pro wrestling shoot with uh, uh, Jesse Carter. So let's go ahead. Take it away. Uh, so hello. Hold on. Let me ask you data. Jeez, Christ, David. I thought you had it prepared. No. Oh, I my God, David. I had a plan. <laughs> All right. We can't hear it. Hold on. David, you should try to shut down and reboot. Tom. <laughs> There's Facebook, I swear. You know what? Let me... Uh, yes, I won! You won? Um, well, congratulations! You get nothing. Yo, you won! And I got and I got best best play of the game. What? Yeah, there we go. Thank you, Tom. Rant Raid listeners, do you like listening to wrestling interviews? Well, you're gonna be going to the right place. Come check out my podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot, with your host Jesse Carter, where we do interviews with pro wrestlers, music guests, reviews of current product and reviews of old product. If you like listening about wrestling, you'll love listening to my show. Come check us out and give us a follow on Facebook at The Pro Wrestling Shoot. On Twitter, you can follow me at Carter Inc. C-A-R-D-E-I-N-C. And then we're also going to be doing some live streams on Twitch and YouTube shortly. You can follow us on there at The Pro Wrestling Shoot. Go ahead and go over there and give us a subscribe so that way that you know when we're going to be Right. David, I think you have it too close to the microphone because there's a lot of like feedback. It sounds okay, like content. a snake. You'll be notified right away and you can get started on the action. Come on over to anchor.fm to follow the podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot. You can also catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, 
anywhere you get your podcast. It's available everywhere. Come check us out. All right. Let's get back to what's more important, and that's the Rant and Rave podcast. And now it's time for the 25. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know what? Hold on. Wait one second. Did you guys hear? You saw some interruptions and bad, you know, uh, like. And all oh, that. It's, it's fine now, Jordan. Yeah, there was Let's a lot of this. Like errors. Hold on. Let me put the 25 now. Just rant, bring the volume a little too. lower so we aren't going to hear Looking for a people. channel that has awesome game shows, TV shows, and live streams, all created by Alex Paris. Well, the 25 has that answer for you. Coming mid-2021, an all-new YouTube channel created by Alex Paris brings you the 25, where we have game shows such as Bonzi's Jungle Challenge, Million Dollar Sharks, and Plank of the Game Show, along with other shows and awesome live streams. Launching mid 2021, you're watching the 25. Now for Red Bubble. Hi there, this is Danny Lewis from the Lock It In podcast telling you folks here at the Rant and Rave podcast that you can buy such great things like the Jordy Gecko t shirt, the Shut Up Phone Pillow, and the Dad Boy Shower Curtain only at my Red Bubble store. I will put the link in the chat when appropriate, so stay tuned for more designs in the future. Thank you. Hi there. Something ready, boom, boom, Washington. And as for the final special, don't forget to check out the David on YouTube, where more videos coming soon on what with some MLP Show 21 gameplays and also more vlogs coming this summer. And that is the yeah, end of our sponsors. All right, all right, thank you, David. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. We are live here with J-Man's Legit. J-Man's Legit, come on down to the Rant Rave Podcast. Here we go. Tell everybody your story. We are live at the studio right now. Thank you, everybody, for listening. The, problem, the, the, the moral of the story is my sanity. <laughs> but anyway, I do wonder what the next thing you're gonna talk about. Oh my god! All right, this is killing me. Okay, just had to check something. Um, I was gonna, I, I was gonna catch this on, get this on the fly, you know, have my second topic, but unfortunately, I don't know why, but they don't have the best-selling, you know, um list of uh sega saturn games which is kind of you know awkward really but, I yeah they don't there's sega saturn games that i like yeah well, there's not a a list. List. well what about yeah, well, grossing a, uh, that's what i'm talking about but less the best selling you know but the problem yeah. is we can't I, there is not one made but i'll go i'll just you know I'll just do something impromptu and use a, a different list. Well, wait, wait a minute. There is a list. There's a top ten list of the most uh, top selling games for the Sega Saturn. I'll, I'll mess. I'll put the list right now inside the chat, and you can see it. This is the top list for the Sega Saturn right here. Well, can I read it off uh, like in the private chat? Yeah, that's fine. It's in order too. Okay, but where are the prices? The prices. Like, uh, no, no, no. Uh, or, no better yet, what, what about the sales? Like, how many? Is, which one? To how have many sell? sales? Uh, well, that that's indicative of when we're going by. Are we going by current? Like the moment the system mm. stopped, or when the system back was hot? When, back, back when it was white, freaking hot. Okay. Well, I don't know if the Saturn was ever white hot, but we'll we'll, we'll let's see. 
Let's see. But I already got something prepared. Don't worry. I mean, all right, I, I go can, ahead. I, can, Sorry, I, can, I was just trying. I can, to... I've, I've improvised it for the Atari okay. uh, twenty six hundred. I guess. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. David uh, um, knows about that. It's. I think it's. What the hell are you doing, Charlie? Charlie, can you like? Is there like? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm wondering. Are you trying to? That's right. Are you killing that's, flies that's inside your bathroom? No, no, Swan has a big fly above me. So he, he's, 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 so Charlie, so folks, so ladies and gentlemen, so, gentlemen, Charlie really is this disgusting person that you imagine, where he lives in his room and there's just flies floating around him, and he has some like, water. Kind of like, like Pigpen from, uh, kind of like Pigpen from Peanuts. Oh yeah. And when he's oh, not no, when he's not swatting I'm, I'm them, he's eating them. I'm oh, looking yes. at this big ass fly above me. He's like a promenade dumpster baby, I think. Why don't you eat it? <laughs> Live on the air, Charlie's gonna eat a fly. Everybody. Oh wait, this ain't the Hangman Outcast. No, no, I don't want to get. Uh, if I eat, if I eat Michael, oh, I mean the fly. I may get hepatitis. Wow, Michael, what do you have to say about plus, that? Plus, it's called cannibalism, Charlie. Yeah. Well, he's a fly, so he's not, so he's uh, in the buff. So he's more like David. He's wearing an AJ Styles shirt, for Charlie. Yeah, is that your he can't best afford clothes. Oh, oh, my. Yeah. Well, Mike, oh, Michael, right. let me help you here. Oh, let me, let me oh, help, let me help Michael here. Let me help Michael here. No, I said he's, he's saying that either. because... He's lucky because normally he can't wear clothes because normally he's got he's so ragged that he only has three t-shirts, right, Charlie? So you're lucky to have him. Yeah, shirt. yeah, yeah. I'm very no, lucky. No. I, you know, I'm a, poor, I'm a poor man. You know, I'm poor. Uh, I need I need money for my bundles for the kids. You know, all right. But let's I break this up. Let's make this, this up. Break this up. Break this up. Jordan, you wanted to you talk? Your... All right. I don't know. No. Uh like how many numbers this is, but I think it's 27 games, but I can't really be sure, but I'll just go from, t from bottom to top in regards to this list of best-selling uh, Atari. Um, yeah. 2,600 games. What's now, up, Mason? Let me see here. Space oh, one second. on that list. No doubt. Six, seven, There's like 11 games on here that actually sold over a million dollars or a million, million sales. I mean, you know, a million sales. Yes. So, all right. Now, at the very bottom, we've got River Raid. Ah, there we go. Next, we've got Raiders of the Lost Ark. Next, we've got Mega Mania. Next Mega is... Mania. Yeah, Mega Mania. We got... Next, we got Cosmic Ark. And... I'll right be right here, back, Jordan. All right. Also, we've got... Listening. Okay. Also, we got Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back. Next, we've got Atlantis. Next is Yar's Revenge. Next is Kaboom. I love that game. That game's fun. Next is Freeway. Next is Laser Blast. And finally, is Adventure. Now, those now. In the most sales, that's over like a million, are going to be presented right now. It will be the centipede, and it sold one million four hundred and forty. I mean, excuse me, one million four hundred seventy-five thousand two hundred forty sales right here. 
Next, we've got Breakout, and it sold one million six hundred fifty thousand and three hundred thirty-six. Ah, yes, the Human Centipede, the game. That was a very controversial game for its time, and it was very graphic. But Atari pulled it off. Yeah. Um, props to Atari for Human Ask Centipede, the, the game. The definition of ass to mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. Wait, I gotta. Hey, hey, Jerome, if you're still watching, uh, if you know, if you ever, you know, do both as next Monday, make sure Gary says this. What I'm about to say, like, I, this is a word I think I don't think Gary can, you know, say like I'm about to say, because next is Warlords, and it sold and, and its sales were one million seven hundred thirty thousand two hundred thirty nine. And keep in mind how it's present pronounced, Warlords. Next is Berserk, uh, Berserk, I think, or Berserk. Berserk. I don't know how. Berserk. Yeah. I don't... Should I read it for you, Jordan? I, I know you can't read above a second grade, but you know, can you want me to read it for you? How How about you go suck a dick, because that's the only thing that keeps your mouth shut. <laughs> But anyway, no, that's your department, dude. I stay clear of that. No, it's your department. You know, why 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 else would this month be you no, know, that's your stick because why else would this month be dedicated only towards you? Wow. No, no, no. Cody wanted me to wish you a happy a happy LGBT thing because she told me she's so proud that you came out of the closet and have a boyfriend now. Yeah, and we know how stale that's getting. <laughs> Just like she is. Ooh. Oh, by the way, Brian says hi. But anyway, Berserk, it got like 1,798,773. Next, we got Night Driver, and it got 1,978,916. And. We got okay. Here we go, and this is like actually, you know, infamous games right here. You ready? We got Miss Pac-Man. I like that. And it game. got and it got one million and nine hundred sixty-three thousand and seventy-eight sales. Now we finally get around the two million mark. We got Demon Attack, and it and it sold a straight, uh, you know, two million sales. We got Missile Command, which sold. 2,500,000 sales. And oh my god. A lot of people are going to hate me when I say this. You guys ready? Mm. Here we go. ET, the extraterrestrial, and it sold 2,637,985. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. And yet, this game was so god awful. Like it takes you like I mean how many times do you fall in the pit but, and try to get out of it? But but Jordan, let me say that the, the oh, reason no, why the reason why it, it killed the industry it's because that many people bought it and about that many people hated it <laughs> and it totally killed their ambition to buy any more games. I don't blame them, but then again, this is what happens when you buy a movie that's based. No, I mean, I mean excuse me, a video game based off a movie. But here's the deal. You got it. It's got to look good in regards to how it was developed and also the codes. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Yep. 
Oh God! Speaking of Taco <laughs> Bell, oh my! I hope my mom brings back Taco Bell with my my dad. So. I'll bring Jordan, the bell. You, you come out here and get your Taco Bell. You clear? Jordan, Jordan, your Taco Bell's ready. I'll be out there in a minute. Only thing is, I hope you're not shouting at me. Get your okay, ass <laughs> My mom's not a cusser like you, Charlie. <laughs> Oh, I mean, unlike, uh, actually, unlike you, unlike you, she may not not be perfect, but at least, at least she's you know something to me more than Charlie, you. Charlie, get in here. Get your in here. Next. Give him a while. Charlie, get your in here. I think I, I think I just went deaf. Wait, wait, don't fall! Don't fall! Oh my god. Er, er, Eric, uh, wow. Eric, Tony Atlas he, called. He wants his laugh back. I know. I'm trying not to laugh like him when he's always... Oh my goodness. Okay, now we're now we're at three million sales at this point. So we got Defender, and it got three million and six, uh, you know, thousand and seven hundred ninety sales. What did Mario got, Bros come out for Atari? Mario Bros, the original, the arcade version, Mario Bros. No, no, it was never an Atari version. No, 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 you're talking about Donkey Kong. No, I'm talking about Mario Bros, like the one with the tunnel. Yeah, I, the arcade. The didn't. They didn't make a Atari version, Eric. They, I, I think they did, but I don't think that I don't think they made the list because when Nintendo came out, they got Mario Bros. So uh, anyway, we got got Asteroids, and it got three million and eight hundred thousand sales. Next, oh we man, got asteroids. oh and oh and, here, oh, and here's a classic. Hold on, here's a classic for you. We got Frogger, and it got four million sales. Frogger is huge. What about the sequel to Asteroids? Hemorrhoids? Is that on the list? Oh, you mean Char who, you, who? Who you mean, Charlie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's the third one. That that completes the trilogy. That's called Dingleberry. <laughs> and then and with John Cena, you got and, and with John Cena, you got a Fruit Loop Dingus that makes it a quadru you know, Drupal. Yes, yes, that was that was the unexpected sequel that no one asked for. Yep. Oh, Charlie looks better that way. Oh, good lord! Well, we have Charlie anyway, Shoe on the stream, everybody. And next week, oh, oh, and speaking of <laughs> speaking of Donkey Kong, it's also in the list, and it also made four million sales. Yeah, Donkey Kong was. Uh, yeah, Donkey Kong was like the starter of the Nintendo's rise to the top. Next, we got. Uh, go ahead. All right, I think like back then Nintendo was just a a publishing company for the systems until it came out with its own system in '85. That's what. And next we got Pitfall, and it got also got four million sales. Now we're done with the four million sales mark. We got two more games that are you know high that have high sales. Now we got Space Invaders, and it got six. We got six million and ninety one thousand and hundred and seventy eight sales. And finally, Pac Man's got to be the number one then. No, it's at the no, no, it never made the list. Of course, it's going to be on, on the list to be number one. It has to be. It has to be. Pac-Man is Pac-Man is so infamous, you know, to this very day. Yeah. You know, like I even got I even got a Pac-Man, you know, a T-shirt. You know. Yeah. I got a Pac-Man T-shirt too. I never got. Either one. way. 
but then you suck. <laughs> what the heck is that? <laughs> Take that, I'm just, I'm just, oh, oh, now, oh, you want to go that route. Well, then again, you know what? I'll do what Triple H did, did you know, when, when him and Shawn Michaels reunited. I'll just, you know, show the crack of my ass, and then we'll see how things work out for you. <laughs> Jordan, I want to see that very unshaved. Charlie, I've only got one left sale to say, so shut your mouth before I boot you off the stream and set you like David would. I was about to say, don't be a David, Jordan. I will be a David. I've got my mouse over that remove button. Don't make me push it, Charlie. Okay, then. That, that's, be that's better now. I love I love. If you prove me, then you're gay. Do what? Do what? That'll keep him quiet. <laughs> anyway, we got Pac-Man, who's on the very top of this list, and it got... Seven million and nine hundred and fifty-six thousand and four hundred thirteen sales. one and the first, you know, uh, thing I'm going to get. And the first thing I'm going to get is, is the arcade, you know, uh, Pac-Man. Yeah, Pac-Man was, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a classic. I mean, you can't can't go wrong with Pac-Man. They're, they're one I, of the pioneers. It was one of the pioneers, too. If not the, the pioneer. Or I, the pioneer would be Pong back in 72. No, I'm talking like the pioneers for Namco, you know. Or Namco. I would say pioneers for arcade. I would say Pong back in 72. But anyway... Oh. That's going to be it for my second topic. Uh, Mr. Bombardier, what's your second topic? Oh, God. I got Monday Night Raw results. We're going to start things off tonight with the most musty WWE talk show in history. It's Ms. TV. Dante said something about that last night. Something Dante said something about that last night on Russell Speak podcast. Did did the Miz make an appearance like in the ring, or did he appear via satellite? He made an appearance I, in the ring to do his talk in, in the ring, but he did how not. Is he, how is he not zombified? Anti-zombie repellent? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the Miz, be, so the Miz began by apologizing for not being there last week because he said he was injured for the first time in his career. During his lumberjack match against Damian Priest, the archer of infamy. Boom. Or Mr. Punishment Martinez as Charlie Hangman Charlie known him as. And then they brought out the current Raw Women's Champion and Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> and then <laughs> 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 no, Charlie, Charlie. The applause Charlie, for, I'm so, for, you, for you being gone, you not for coming back. Yes, yes. You were grounded, Charlie. 162 octillion, 664 septillion, 637 sextillion, 728 quintillion, 373 quadrillion, 654 trillion, 728 billion, 387 million, 464,638 times. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. hey, God. George, this is me. He's gay. 
because he booed me off. I'm so proud of him. Actually, when actually when I'm actually when I'm muted, actually I muted you, but then after after a while that doesn't hold. So I just put you backstage and brought you back on. Just no, to mess no, with no, no. You take it like. Hey, that. Charlie, Charlie, no. Charlie. You better be careful. You better be careful. Like seriously. Wait, Charlie, you better be careful. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> you better hide. But anyway. Let's get, let's get, let's get, let's get, uh, let's get Michael's topic, you know, you know, going, resuming through. before. Then, uh, all right, all right, Michael, speed up. It's about money I roll. No one cares. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I, I have to agree with him in regards to Monday Night Raw because like a lot of people don't watch it that much anymore. And then we have Nikki Cross coming on, which results in a two-minute beat-the-clock challenge, which Nikki Cross won for going the full two minutes. First quickie! <laughs> We're trying to be Andrew. No one could be Andrew. Well, yourself. It's still his favorite word. Yeah, it's so also yourself, to pay tribute to him. Yeah, to pay, be it's yourself, also to pay tribute. Because no one else can be my be Andrew. Except for Charlie. 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 Yeah, you know what, Charlie? You know what that makes you? That makes you a hashtag hypocrite. Awesome. <laughs> oh God. I'm about to change the channel. I just heard awesome. Awesome! Oh God, I'm gonna change it again. Oh, <laughs> uh, shut up. Go ahead, Michael. We were talking about the Miz. Yeah. Awesome! No, 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 no. I was talking about Nick. I was talking about I, I, the beat the clock challenge. Awesome! Yeah. <laughs> oh, Which Nikki Cross won. All right. All right. Okay. 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 Next one, Michael. And then we got Randy Orton accompanied by Riddle taking on Xavier oh. Woods. Winner of the match, oh. Randy Orton. Winner of the match, oh, Randy Orton. The of time of the match, exactly nine minutes. Oh, wow. Nine minutes. Nine, nine, then, nine, nine, nine. Oh, my God. That, oh, that's a classic right there. Like, hold on. Oh, here we go. Nine, 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 nine. All right, all right Michael, continue. I'm, I'm helping you out with making it interesting. Okay, continue, Michael. And then, and then, you're kidding me? Another intergender match. Oh my Friends God! Oh, intergender yeah. match. What do I got to oh. say about the intergender match? Go on, Michael. Continue. I'm really interested. Tell me more. We got Reginald taking on Shayna Baszler, known as the Queen of Space. <laughs> The queen. The queen. <laughs> the queen. Anyway, my hey, by the way, hey, hey, the hey, let's be, hey, I just realized something about your match on June twelfth, uh, Charlie. It's actually an intergender match because, and I'll tell you right now, you're not the man in that contest. Oh. Wait, was that? Wait, was that? Wait, who was that? Oh, was that you, Tom? Tom added to the match. Uh, whoever wins between you and Brandon, get a vagina. And I'm not talking about like, get, get something to eat. I'm talking about you get a vagina surgically impaired on you. Anyway. All right, let's have ahead, the match. Michael. You're a sick F, Charlie. 
Okay, Michael, who, who won? It better have been Shayna Baszler between Reginald. No, DC it was Reginald. Reginald. What? Oh, WWE is so stupid. You know, Michael, I'm so glad you were able to tell me this instead of watching Raw. Thank you, Michael. So continue with the what was the time of that? Did, wait, 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 before you t tell us the time, how did he win? That's what I want to know. Well, Baszler had the Kurafuda clutch. Right. Locked in. And then mm -hmm. some explosion happened. And then oh, Reginald no. rolled, rolled Baszler up. Oh, that's and terrible. Got pin. And got the one, two, three. Oh, no. The time of the match, four minutes and 15 seconds. Oof. Oh, wow. Well, that wasn't a quickie for the queen of spades. Yeah. Michael, continue with this riveting context. Continue, Michael. I'm very interested. And Jeez, well, next up, can hurt my ear. Well, next up is... Go ahead, Michael. Charlie, quit interrupting me. I'm trying to get through this. No, yeah. I'm, I'm helping you out. You're helping him out. You're helping him out being being a guy who you know will always be remembered as the guy that had genitalia hair on his chin. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> genitalia uh, uh, hair. Don't make, me, the... don't, make me go, don't make me go to, to the facial or head. head Does Charlie, of, let, me ask, let me ask the hierarchy. Does Charlie have genitalia on his chin? Oh, nice. Okay, we got that one right, Jordan. You know what? Reminds me of Men in Black too. I've got, I've got a good, I've got a good insult for Jordan, but I don't want to say it out of respect, so I'm gonna keep it to myself. Yeah, anyway, might Michael, as well. continue. Might as well. Let's go ahead, Michael. Continue with and, the, yeah, continue, Michael. And then we have a tag team match, player holla holla. Oh, oh hell wow. yeah! Does Tracy match play? Holla holla holla! Go yeah, on. we got T Bar and Mace. Oh wow! Or Dominic. Are Dice they still going? Are they? Are they still going by those names? Yep. Yes. Yes. Or, go go, or go ahead, Michael. Go ahead, Michael. I want to listen to you. Or go Dominic Dijakovic and Diamatic. Diamatic to be yeah. precise. Take it on the Lucha House Party in Grand Metal League and Lindsay Dorado. Well, who else? Lucha. 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 We haven't seen Lucha House Party in a while. I know, Michael. We're not gonna see we're not gonna see them as a trio since Kalisto got fired recently. Jordan, Jordan, Michael's interested in what Michael's saying. Go off. One of the match, T Bar and Mace. Time at two minutes oh, and 45 cool. seconds. A quickie. Oh, my. All right. Next match, Mike. <laughs> no, no. It was a go-go Power Rangers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Continue, Michael. Continue, Michael. What do you have six? I'm so interested. And then we have two matches into one. First match. Oh, really? Rick, we got the preeminent high flyer Ricochet taking on oh. the current United States champion, Sheamus. That's so cool, That's so cool. Surprise Well, surprisingly, Ricochet won. Oh, no. Oh, oh yes. yes. <laughs> the time of the match, one minute and 15 seconds. Another quickie. 
Oh, cool. That's so cool. And then, <laughs> next one. What? <laughs> Sheamus was beat under 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 two minutes? <laughs> yep. By a jobber. By a jobber by the name of Ricochet. But, me, Ricochet. but there's another one. There's another one, Jordan. Oh, oh okay. Continue, Michael. Go ahead. Sheamus also competed against Humberto Carrillo. Humberto, okay, cool, cool. Who won that? I bet it was Seamus. Seamus definitely got a double whammy of losses. Humberto Carrillo won. Oh, wow, Seamus' career is dead. But, but continue, Michael. What else? What was the time? Was He's it? still the U.S. champion. <clears throat> yeah, Four minutes and 55 seconds. Oh, Four wow. Four minutes and 55 seconds. So overall <laughs> okay, time? Six minutes and 10 seconds between those two matches. Oh, my. And then we have a women's tag team Amen. match player, Hala Hala. Hala Hala. <laughs> We've got Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose taking on the team of Lana and Naomi. Oh, wow. Those are some talented female wrestlers. Winner of the match, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose. Oh, great. The time of the match, three minutes, 45 seconds. Oh, that's cool. And then we got a match between former tag team partners, Cedric Alexander going up against Shelton Benjamin. Ooh. Ooh that's interesting. That, no, no, no. That is interesting because that's kind of unexpected, you know? <clears throat> well, no, those yeah. are two jobbers. I'm being interested for Michael. Continue. Well, one of the match, surprisingly – Cedric Alexander. Oh, wow. Their careers are going nowhere, but that's cool. That and another quickie. Another quickie? I thought that match would have been longer. Well, you're not going to believe this, Jordan. Quickie? It lasted for 28 seconds. Oh, what? wow. That is so great. That that has to be in the conversation of match of the year. Oh, boy. Why? That's great. You mean Raw's Raw's horrible? Continue, Michael. Jordan, Jordan, quit here. I'm very anxious to see what people said. That facial expression. <laughs> well, following that well, facial expression, we have the Raw Tag Team I, I like title the match. Facial expression. I like oh, yeah, facial, holla, holla. But Charlie! Holla, holla. Charlie, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> Sorry, Vincent, man. I don't listen to you. You killed. You killed. Yeah. yeah, join the Kiss My Ass Club. Yeah. <laughs> no, you join mine every single what? week. Anyway, go ahead. Fine. All right. What? Raw Tag Team title match player, Holla Holla. Holla Holla. Holla Holla. The current oh. champions in AJ Styles and Omas taking on oh, yeah, Elias group. and Jackson Riker. Oh, no. Oh, hell no. But yeah, obviously AJ Styles and Omas won because of his height. Well, no, exactly. Elias walked down his partner. Oh yeah, what was the time of that match, Michael? Nine minute forty five seconds. Oh wow, He's another match to your category. Better than hey. the Young Bucks versus John Moxley. And take a drink, okay? Take a drink, and I'm just says, "Oh wow." Everybody, whenever he says. Oh, wow. Take a drink every time he says, oh, wow. 
Hey, Charlie, you know what? It's what we think of you. Quit interrupting Michael. I need to hear his wisdom. Continue, Michael. Don't listen to these schmarks. Let's get to the main event, which is the main event. which is a match to determine the number one contender for the WWE Championship. Yeah, McIntyre versus Kingston. You got it right, Jordan. One of the match and the number one contender for the WWE Championship, Drew McIntyre. What? Wow, what? baby. Yeah. Again? Yep. The time of that match, Michael? The mighty. <laughs> How many times is going to get, get, get a title shot? Well, what? You mean? Well, you may be surprised at the time. What the fuck? It lasted for. <laughs> okay, hold up, hold up, stop. What? How long did it last? Yeah, yeah. Twenty-two long? minutes and forty seconds. God, okay, God. I'll admit that. Okay, okay, that might be be the great length of a great wrestling match, but still, Drew. That match would have gone either way. <laughs> So is that the yeah, end that's of your second topic, Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Okay. Right. Remember Congratulations. What last, remember what I said I'll yesterday? Give you a round of applause. Remember what I said yesterday when, you know, the whole thing with, you know, like Drew McIntyre getting too many tile shots is getting repetitive? That's what I freaking yes. mean. Well. Mm. But anyway, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna like bitch or complain about it. I'm you're just gonna move on. Uh, I, Tom, I think your the turn. Reason why if, you know, oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go, like go ahead, track. go, go ahead, Eric. Come back in July. They probably want to see um, Drew McIntyre live as champion. Who knows? That's that's my, that's my take on it. But, but still, but still, the logic within it don't make any sense. I mean, like if you're gonna, I mean, I mean, if we're talking about Bobby Lashley's brain here, I mean, he could try to become a draw if he needs to. So if you're gonna make, jeez, what, what is going on here? It's what happens when you let the inmates run the asylum. What's going on with what? Either way, Bobby Lashley deserves more, you know, competition other than just one guy multiple I'm times, sure. you know. I have to I have to agree. It's just a theory of mine, that's all. I agree. I and I got no I'm not gonna bash on it. I just think that, you know, mm. if you like it's the same thing with Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton last year. Yeah. I love I mean, yeah. I love those guys. I mean, they know yeah. how to put on a match, but the problem is it gets too repetitive and it becomes stale. And it right, also, yeah. and it also yeah, decreases. Yeah. It also decreases interest and lack in viewers of the freaking product. Mm. Mm. No, I, I understand where you're coming from. You know, like I said, it's just a theory. I don't know if that's going to be the case. We'll see what happens at Hell in the South. It all depends. But either way, uh, Tom, go ahead with your topic. Okay. Hey, everybody, David, three thousand. We're gonna be talking about the LB schedule. The schedule. It's gonna be uh. re- really. So now in the in the MLB 
<laughs> Corey. Yankees at time. Uh, and top, and it's three, three. It's three. Put <laughs> <laughs> and then um, uh, yeah, just take a bread. No. It's uh, then, <laughs> the end right now. Red Sox. I can't. I gotta breathe. Oh, okay. I, oh my god. <laughs> the Red Sox. No. Uh, bottom. Uh, bottom of the. Spit. Okay. Okay. I think, I think you've done enough. I think you've done enough. He's he's had enough. Winning. Little one bomb in the seventh. Oh. oh that, was that, was that was my topic. That was your topic. Yes. That was that, my topic. God. That was awesome. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Are you legit? Are you legit serious? I just wanted to do the current MLB games right now. What's wrong with what I did? Yeah, but I you did it the does. way how David would do it. You know what? Let's give you a round of applause. I did it the normal way. What do you mean? I'm really upset. It's oh. okay, David. Just re just start your system. Just reboot it. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> reboot always helps. <laughs> what happens when Brandon is not here? He's back. Actually, actually, this, actually, this is what would actually this would happen even if Brandon was here. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Wait, oh, wait. Oh, Jordan, is it my turn? Yeah, your third and final topic. Oh yes, I forgot. Okay, Sorry, for me. Hey, David, you're gonna be on here for a few minutes, right? I'm gonna do some real quick while you talk. Huh. Well, David, no, I need you to stay here. Oh crap. Well, we, better come up with we better come up with we better come up with something now well, that he's not gonna be well, here for the next you know, few minutes because you know, he got something. Well, well, you know what? I'll do it anyway. Any great showman says the show must go on. Uh well, well, here is time for an exposure, a rant, if you will. Oh, and, God. and Tom could join me on this if he wants to. See, see, about two weeks ago, we had our most viewed episode of the Hangman Outcast. At one at eleven hundred views, that had David's face plastered on the thumbnail, and any good promoter would promote that boy to or promote that person who just drew rave reviews to the moon to the moon. Anyway, uh, the, fa fact is, is that, the fact is that the fact is that he calls me four days later when he knew about it three days earlier, telling me. That he cannot be around for two weeks. Yeah, David. And then, and then, the and then the motherfucker decides not only to do, he's taking a two-week break from the internet 
which he was editing videos on, which is understandable. I can see that. But then that motherfucker decided to do his own live stream and appear on Lennon's Kitchen. And then the motherfucker decided to strike a deal with the devil himself, Brandon Martin, to, to be on Rat and Rave. And now he is not even going to be on The Outcast this week, and he's just going to be on episode 50. So this motherfucker decides to avoid everything because he's a motherfucker and not and a mother lover. Anyway, Tommy, before we do the final verdict, what what is your thoughts on, on, on David's transgressions? Fuck you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was oh. huffing a cigarette while that happened. Is that what you got to say, Tom? Uh, uh, yeah. What? What the fuck? <laughs> my thoughts exactly. So, David. That's my, that was my initial thought. David, I find you of your transgressions guilty. Do you agree, Tom, that he is guilty of, of, be, of being a shitty uh, co host? Uh, I find Charlie impeached. Charlie, what? What? I find Charlie Long impeached for becoming a biased judge. Well, well, I find well, I find. Uh, hey, hey, Michael, don't make me do a trial on you next. A trial? Yeah, let's be honest, Michael. Oh God, you got too many trials as it is, man. Oh yeah, Brandon was on his trial with me. I I, I had to. One of the times I had to leave for a second, it was because I had to go to Brendan's trial. Uh, he is currently rotting in Rikers Island right now. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I find him guilty. And for that, he must come to his date in a monkey suit. Don't you agree, yeah. Tom? Yeah, he'll be wearing a suit. Uh, I do agree, yes. Yeah, so David, fuck you, you, you schmuck. And uh, <laughs> I'll be on I'll be on your chill screen this weekend to roast you some more, since you are always afraid to accept the consequences. And I will bring the hammer down on you, ugh. So with that being said. That is the end of my third and final topic, and now let me go fall asleep while David talks. Oh, wait, that's my that Never mind, but David. That only depends if David's back. I'll take David's uh, topic. I'll, I'll take David's topic. Nah, it's only fair that he does his topic soon, but who knows? We'll just get Eric to do I this. I was going to do David St. Trump directs the porno with Michael Lombardi. Yeah, she's sticky and teeny. I'm sorry, I can't help but laugh at that, dude. Hey, Charlie, you remind me of a run DMC song. Hold on, hold on. And boy, you never shut up. It's true. Well, since you're back, David, you're gonna have to watch the replay in order to find out what Charlie and Tom said. But either way, uh, yeah. go ahead and go, go ahead with your third and final topic. I actually don't have a third and final topic. 
What? Oh, fuck you, then. Get out of here. I said what? that earlier. You never told me that. I, th I said that earlier in the show. Well, I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you because you got internet issues. No, the fact is that, Charlie, you talk too much. Dave, Dave, Dave you need to fix your internet. There's problems with your internet. You, you really you should fix Well, I guess we're gonna have to go with Eric then. All right, um, my my third and final topic, um, as you know, um, here in Massachusetts, the governor has lifted um, the restrictions, and I am one of my thoughts on it. I'm really excited that everything's getting almost getting back to normal here. Uh, I thought we I never go in a restaurant like Taco Bell again, um, and just, I, 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 the fact is that. Yeah, will actually go in, and um, I do the kiosk thing. There's a kiosk when you first enter Taco Bell. There's a kiosk you can buy a computer. You can, you know, tell that. And so doing that, Tom. Every time he says Taco Bell, it needs a ding because that's the Taco Bell way. Anyway, well, yeah, well, he's your fellow Massachusetts, so you be quiet. Well, at TB I'm at TB. Okay. Toilet paper. I mean, toilet paper. No, TB. Not TB. Tom. Hello. Hey, I remember one time I went to Taco Bell. Hey, Dave, uh, Eric, there was a time when I went to the Taco Bell near Market Basket, and yeah. Jordan and uh, Brandon were with me in the car. Oh, and, and, and I remember that. And, 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 I ordered milk. Yeah. and I ordered milk. I ordered milk. They can confirm. I ordered uh, milk. Hey, Charles. Hey, Charles. Eric was saying TV. So did did, did he mean Taco Bell? Yeah. No, he meant no, 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 no. He meant to Burger. Oh yes, yes, yes he meant no, Taco no, no, Bell. No, yeah. no, no. Listen, listen. Taco Bell. No, 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 Taco no. TV. Yes, yes. No, it's TV and yes, yes. It's Taco no, Bell. it's TV. It's TV and to Shut Taco up. Bell. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. <laughs> it's not me. They're saying it. David's saying it. I have I to do know. it. Boo, no. David. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> Charlie, said Charlie said it. The bottom line to the whole thing is that it's great to see things almost getting back to normal at ninety percent and all that. I'm looking forward to what the summer has and. And we got the Wellness City Festival in the back. Jordan, can you move for a second? Jordan, can you move out of the camera? That wasn't me. Can you move out of the camera real quick and just put the dog in front of the camera? Hold on. That's not me. I swear to God, it's not me. It's David. Anyway. David's or it's Charlie. Look at the cute dog. Look at that dog. Everybody, Jordan turned into a dog as suspected. Yeah, you probably want to talk about or your anyway. That's Charlie. It's Charlie doing the. Oh, does the dog have a name? What'd you say, David? What'd you say, David? Misty. What? I can't. Like Misty for me. I was gonna say that it stands for tuberculosis in your case, Charlie. What's uh, up, Arthur? That's what anyway. that's what TV stands for. In your case. So, anyways, the bottom line is good to see things getting back, almost getting back to normal here in Massachusetts. Fenway was at full capacity, so was Bruins yeah. game. So I can't, so I can't wait for the Wellness Day Festival this July. 
I'm just, hey, just, Eric, Eric, what? maybe I'll go to a wrestling promotion at Whaling City like we've been trying to do for years. Every time I try to do it, like I got Lyme disease, and then mm. I, every time I seem to get sick. Every time. So maybe we'll have to meet up this time. Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope we get to go to the show. Hopefully, I'm, I'm sure they have it because my, Mike Sylvia uh, is the president of the festival, and he's doing. Um, he's always prepared everything every year, even if it didn't happen, like last year. Yeah. He always is on. Hopefully, oh, they have some Taco Bell there. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> Censored that. Don't worry, Jordan. So Eric, I wore a mask swear. for the first I time. I wore a mask for the first time, and with, I mean, I wore. I didn't wear a mask for the first time everywhere mm. I went today. Nowhere I went in the mall. I went into the mall in Dartmouth. I didn't have to wear a mask. Uh, some stores required it, but I didn't go in those stores because mm. I didn't have a mask. Uh, but. Well, some stores have different policies, obviously. So I that when, they'll change those policies real quick when people stop going to their stores because they don't have their mask on them. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Um, <laughs> I try to respect all policies, you know, even though some are just stupid. And I still have to wear my mask at work. Well, well, uh, Eric, the weird thing is these same companies that want you to wear a mask were the, the same companies that listened to everything the CDC was telling them to do. And now the CDC is telling them it's safe to not wear a mask if you've been vaccinated, and they're telling everybody to wear a mask. Yeah. I just that's, find that interesting. That's, it's, it really doesn't make any sense, the whole thing, right? Yeah, well, like I said, bottom line is for me, uh, a lot of things are almost getting back to normal. And um, <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to, like I said, the summer. I'm looking forward to when I'll see festival. I'm going to have I – I just can't wait, and I'm going to have a good time and um, – We'll when is the Willing City Festival? Um, July eighth through eleventh this year. In fact, I got okay. word. You know what the funny thing is? A lot, of things, are a lot of things are happening on July eleventh. Yeah. Well, here, here's the crazy part. Uh, I'm friends with the president of the Willing City Festival on Facebook, and he used to wrestle in top row promotions. He used to be known as Mike Majors. Um, he, he now he's running things as the, the president because of the festival because he was sick and tired of oh the police unions not doing it. And all that, and he's about had enough, and he's and he loved the tradition. He wants to get that tradition going. That's how I became fast friends. I've, I've tore down. I've helped them tear down the rings for top rope. There was a few events where they didn't oh, have, and they wanted extra help, and I and I happened to be there, and I was just like, I'll help you. And I took. We were taking all the plywood down, taking the poles down, putting in the back of a trailer, and they took off. So it was pretty fun and pretty interesting. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to the festival this year, eight to eleven. Um, looking forward to going on the weekends, and uh, we'll see. Um, that's that's my third and final topic. Looking forward. That's all I can do. <clears throat> Thank you. Well, we're all looking forward to something. But anyway, what I got for my uh, third and final topic is basically a little bit of a review, non-spoiler, mind you. And it's basically off uh, McJugger Nuggets uh, series known as My Virtual Escape. Now, if you don't know what my virtual escape is, you will probably realize that it's basically like a series where you're going into a virtual reality that's based on reality itself. And the only way you win, win the game is by, you know, defeating the overlord of the game, you know. Mm -hmm. And now the character in general, the main character, which I'm not going to reveal because you got to watch McJuggernauts in order to find that out. Basically all, you know, stimulated uh, back when, you know, when after the Psycho family series had come to an end with, you know, 
like uh, Jesse no longer doing the psycho videos, like psycho dad, psycho kid, psycho mom, psycho brother, right. psycho uncle, you know, the whole deal. Oh, yeah. And after, okay. and after that all, all ended, he made up a new character, which was very emotionally depressed and suicidal and very, and also homicidal, if you want to think about it. Mm. And he, um, then as this character, you know, developed and progressed in this new series, they, you know, as they were trying to do for, you know, the product and the content that on his channel, he decided one day, you know what, why don't we have the character since he's already, since we found out where he came from and now he's went back to his own world. Let how he wants to make a series out of it. And the funny thing is every episode, like after the end of every episode, you get to choose what the character gets to do next. And you can only vote on story fire which is on the app. And I thought back then this thing literally for what it's worth, it was lit. You get to choose what the character gets to do, but it only, uh, but it, only the mo most important things that you choose will affect the storyline. Mm. That is how far our Jesse went with this series, which was very, very good. There's some parts in it that I don't like, but then again, that's just the whole point. It is a story not based on reality, you know, much, but I will say though, it was, it was actually pretty great. And to this day, I, I still rewatch just for craps and giggles. So if you ever have the chance to go and watch it on his channel, I advise you do it right now. It's my virtual escape and you will, yeah, you will find some entertainment uh, quality to it. Well, it's your lucky day, Jordan, because I'm going to call McJuggernuggets right now and you're going to tell them what you think. So, oh, cool. Hey there, Juggies. It's your old pal, McJuggernuggets. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just his answering machine. He didn't pick up. Just, a, just his yeah. answering machine. That, that was good. That was good, man. <laughs> but anyway, that's going to be it for my third and final topic. Uh, Michael Bombardia, what's your third and final topic? <laughs> I'm good. All right, I'm going to finish out my portion of the show by giving you all an NHL playoffs update. We, As you know, we have currently made it into the second round. 16 teams started this whole mess. Eight teams remain. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. It's a good thing you're looking up at me now, Charlie. Yeah, I don't get used to it. Yeah. In terms of in terms of the Central Division, we have the Carolina Hurricanes taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay is leading the series two nothing. Well, of course. In terms of the East, we have the New York Islanders taking on Eric and David's, and I think Tom's as well. Boston Bruins and Eric. Oh God! Ooh, uh, he just he just said Eric's name, David. You freaking Riri. This is what happens when David needs to get a hearing aid. No, no, no. This is what happens. Watch what happens. Watch what happens. <laughs> hey, quit interrupting Michael, you guys. I'm interested to see what he says. Continue, Michael. With the actually, you're the one who interrupts him more. Yeah. No, I'm I'm, I'm responding to his himself. Continue, but Mike. you don't have to. Shut up. Anyway, continue, Michael. 
the series over there is tied one apiece. Oh wow! And then we have Montreal and Winnipeg. I'm surprised Toronto didn't oh, make uh, the second round again. No one that oh Austin Matthews oh, has been wow. on fire. Know not about that. Winnipeg. Have you ever been Winnipeg? Charlie no. been Winnipeg. Yeah, he has. <laughs> well, the series hasn't like even. Been... Actually, you know what? He looks like he's been Winnipeg. Oh, yeah. Well, the series hasn't even started. The only one who's in the making, Jordan, is you. Trust me, some of your women have told me in the past. And then finally, we got only in the Rockies taking. Go ahead. You know Stop. what, Michael? I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you go ahead, Michael, because I'm not gonna respond to you for the, the rest hell? of the night, Charlie. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead, Michael. As I was go saying, the series in the north, the second round series in the north, hasn't even started yet. And then in oh, the west, no. we have the Colorado Rockies taking on the Vegas Golden Knights. Rockies oh, wow. currently lead the series one to nothing, and that's it for my third and final topic. And now oh, it's right, Rockies. Oh, right, right. Yeah, Michael, round of applause. That was faster than the last one. We're getting there, Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes! That's, that's going to be more than you'll ever get. Oof. Oof. Who are you oh. talking about, yourself? Start the fight. Here we go. Fight. Jordan versus Hangman Charlie. A, a promo off between Jordan and Jordan. Uh, you know what? There is no promo. There is no promo off. There'll be a promo off at the Hangman Outcast this Thursday. Be honest with you. Oh, I don't no. know about. Did you hear Jordan? I won't say why, but that's that's uh, that's the new report going on around uh, from the dirt sheets. Yeah, the dirt sheets. <laughs> can we not? Can we not get in? Can we not get into this right now? And let's go on oh. the final topic. Oh, so my final, my final topic is it my turn? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Get the main this is tonight. This is this is my final topic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it smells big time in here right now. Oh. <laughs> Oh, wait, here comes another oh. one. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Sorry about that, guys. By the way, just to update you on your second topic, Yankees actually won 5-3. to three. No one cares anymore, Michael. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is that a face? No, it's smoke. Oh, it's smoke? <laughs> from wait, my from, fart. Wait, from, wait, it, wait. Oh, it's just a sound effect. It's smoke. Oh my god, that's too funny. Oh my gosh. I thought Tom was on fire and we were about to call a fire department. <laughs> Are you fucking oh. All right. <laughs> oh, 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 
<laughs> Probably too much. Is that it? Yes, that was my last topic. Oh my god! All right, that was that was a good way to end the show. Not gonna lie. <laughs> oh my god! Jordan, Jordan, Tom just did like he just showed off the visual look of Brent Ray. Read that right, Tom. Oh my god! I wouldn't oh, go that far. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Time out. If Jordan's never going to be on the High Man Outcast again, then yes, I agree with you, Charlie. But if Jordan is going to be on the Outcast, then I disagree. Oh, my God. Thank, thank, thank you, Tom. That's what he said. So that's, 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 it's too freaking much. <laughs> oh. I will be yeah. there for episode 50. Well, yeah, because your, your, your idol will be on there to lose to Tom Willis. <laughs> Wait, why why is he known as the loose? <laughs> the loose the loose cannon <laughs> No, no, but no 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 he called you the loose, not the loose cannon. Well he's wrong. Oh. <laughs> I think he said um, to lose to Tom Willis. Yeah. Oh. oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on a minute. You mean to tell me that you don't have faith in Tom right now? Is that what I'm picking lose. up on when you say no, he said lose? Going to lose? Your idol is going to lose to Tom, Jordan. Only, only, if, you, only, only if you rig it. No, we're going to have judges, unlike you, when you rigged episode 10 because you never saw the movie, you and David. I probably would have won if it wasn't for you. Because we didn't know other people at the time, so quit bitching about episode 10. Wait, time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. So, wait a minute. You had judges that never even watched the movie judge the battle between you and Jerome? Yeah, because Jordan wanted to to suck up to his actual award. What? That's crazy. <laughs> we were on yeah. bias. We wow. were on bias. We were on bias on that night. You, you, we were on bias on that night. You piece of monkey crap, you. Hey, 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 hey Jordan, Jordan. I can't yeah, trust you. Wait, wait, hold on. You know what? You want to talk about me being, you know, wanting to have a have like you know um revenge to get back at, at you you know because i was so over obsessive hey look here you're over obsessive over a freaking loss to jerome hey hey at least i know I could, at least i know you, i could beat him unlike you beat me jordan yeah well here's the deal though why is it that you know everyone gets on my case the fact that i wanted to try and beat you but the actuality, why doesn't everyone get on your case for trying wanting to beat Jerome? Only you got Tom doing your dirty work for you. Well, first off, Jordan ch- or Jerome challenged Tom. Second, the reason why that people but get you're on wanting you Tom to represent you. You want well, Tom to represent he's you. Represent, he's, rep- he's representing the outcast. But let me finish anyway. As I was saying, Jordan, if it's a if it's a debate, as, 
Hold on. If it's a yeah. debate between two men, and that means uh, you know, as individuals, then it should be just Jerome and Tom, not he not Tom representing, not, not representing, Doug. not representing you. It'll be Tom representing himself. He challenged Tom on the Hangman Outcast. Tom is fighting for the Hangman Outcast honor. Now, Jordan, the reason why people get on your, get on your monkey ass is because it's always a losing effort because every time you go forget it, you make up the uh, oh, Let's just call it a night. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. you know. And I won again. There we go. Thank no. you. Oh, you won? You can congratulations! You get, you get this. <laughs> yeah, let's close out the show. <laughs> but anyway, in all seriousness, I will promote your show, and I'll be nice Thank about you. it. Yeah, so anyway, David 3000. Oh, sorry, Jordan. Anyway, be sure to check out the Hangman Outcast this Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time or and 7 uh, Central Time. And also, be sure to check out the next exciting episode of the Brain Ray Podcast, where we will have peace, love, and prosperity to the Brandon Martin channel. And we'll go through not just, you know, uh, daisies. We will be skipping through a lot of bunch of flowery fields, and it will be in our imagination. If you like this, give it a thumbs up. Big thumbs up! And if you and if you miss your chance of live chat, worry about it. Just go to the comment section. And also, be sure to subscribe to Brand Martin and hit the notification bell. The notification bell. Wait a minute. Wait, what? Brandon's here. <laughs> <laughs> He's having internet issues. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh, there he well, goes. Well, there goes my moment. My moment Brandon of trying to promote the show. All right, here we go again, Jordan. <laughs> anyway, <Really? laughs> sure, sure, subscribe. Hit the notification bell if you're new to the channel, so you'll be notified whenever he does a video or a live stream like this one. For Eric Lima, Michael Bombardier, Tom Wills, and also yours truly, Jamie has a bit. Now, excuse me, I have to go and eat the turtle bell. So, that being said, I wish you all have a great night. And certainly, for the third day tomorrow, and including a week. But yeah, good night, everybody. Yeah.